morning, people. It is Tuesday, the 5th of December. Welcome to this. Welcome to this. Welcome to TDA, the day after, your favorite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture. And I am one of your lovely hosts for today, the one you love to hate, your favorite shade queen, and always will be my royalty. And they call me Eman, the pro black activist, TDA producer, and news analyst. And of course, the melanin is jam packed. Always is, man. It's a. It's a great day over in TDA land today. It is indeed. So we've hit another milestone. You guys know I love a milestone. Mm-hmm. Today is episode 400. 400. Spare with the watch. Yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going No dead ass. We're going to get cheekier from here, baby. <laughs> Yeah, man, 400 episodes down, mm. 400, epi- 400 episodes deep. Yes. Shout out to our day ones. Mm. Like actual day one, day one, yeah, episode one. Mm-hmm. Big up you. But also, even if you join episode 150, <laughs> you've been <laughs> for a long time. That's true, for real. <laughs> you know, I was thinking, I was thinking, imagine we've got the number wrong. Is we'll it, never know. Really? Huh? That's what I'm saying. Not- oh, burn your mic. Oh, no. One second, y'all. One two one two. Yes. Yeah. I don't think it's the four hundredth episode. You don't think so? Why? Because I may have labelled it wrong. If if it is. Nah, you haven't, man. Because remember, I I label the thingies, isn't it? And you take it from there. So I might have did something wrong then with my YouTube. Ah. It says three hundred ninety nine. God damn it! <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I'm gonna do this again tomorrow. So that's that. We've we done the confetti. See if I've skipped something. Oh, imagine you double numbered them. Mm. It's 400, man. Who's going to be us? Who's going to check me? <laughs> oh, yeah, I have. Have you? Yeah, I've doubled it. Oh, thank God. Let me just correct that right Because that would be awkward. That would be real <laughs> I was not. We're not going to do this again tomorrow. We're going to stick to 400. <laughs> Who's going to be going to check us? Yeah, it was Sully Briggs. Okay. Ah. Yeah, oh, that's lit, man. 400 mm-hmm. episodes deep. Yeah, man. I love that for us. I really love that. For us, because I, lo- I just love a milestone. I feel like a vet now. No, I have said, oh, you're a podcaster now. <laughs> you don't got the label. You are you are certified podcaster. The shit you've been saying on here. Are you already doing 400 advertising? What? No, nah, it's actually 400. Yeah. Look at mm-hmm. you. Why are you coming to the room like that? <laughs> for us, for us advertising. No morning, no nothing. No good morning, no nothing. No happy anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, you are a certified podcaster, like one hundred percent. This is this is you. To be fair, you were like that. The very first episode where you started joining the conversations, mm. you cemented. First episode. Uh, that was when you introduced us to Polygyny. All the times, all the time, you was reading the headlines. I didn't know that was what was recited in there. So. That's yeah. that was that was a, that was like. It was forever ago. A few hundred episodes. Before. I don't remember when you went on the podcast. Mm. I actually don't remember when you would when you just read the headlines. Yeah, when wasn't it? That's crazy. I don't remember. Maybe week one. It's a long time ago. Isn't it? No, it was better long way I wasn't. You know, no, maybe not. You know, maybe not. Because remember we started, we had to stop. It <laughs> 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 was so funny. So I went to an event yeah yesterday. Um, I'll talk about it in a second. But the person I was with yeah, he was like, he was like, no, he was basically he was saying that we have really good chemistry. 
Everyone loves our chemistry, by the way. Marks love that for us. <laughs> and he was like, um, what did he say? He was like, yeah, he's like, you guys have got, he was like, you guys on the show, all of us have really good chemistry. He's like, despite you guys have changed things a few times, I said, first of all, <laughs> I said, you know, no, he said, you guys have changed things a bit. Mm. I said, what's well, a few? Mm. You know, mm-hmm. hasn't been, hasn't been that much of changes, just three changes. I mean, I did tell Brenda after the second change, I'm going to do no more photo yeah, shoots. Right. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> no more. Get used to get good with that photo. Bro, shot. you got pink stitch. Put a picture you like from this photo shoot. Add it to the next one. Get a background up. No, that's it. I'm done. Well, until you know the other one. But yeah, man. So big up, big up us. Yeah, man. Love that for us. Mm. But yeah, so where I went yesterday, mm-hmm. big up that grape juice. Um, they invited us. Well, invited us to be fair. <laughs> I told you guys, 400 episodes is this worse for me. Yeah, y'all keep laughing, innit? I hope they're watching. No, don't do that. Mm. No, I was, so if I was there, so... The one thing that I've actually learned from these 400 episodes is how <laughs> wicked everybody in here is, you know? I hope you including yourself. <laughs> of course, yes, dude. But I already know He's who, I, who I am. Okay, I'm cool. <laughs> I I am. never expected it. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> never expected yeah, it. I'll be real. I didn't think I was as wicked as I was. <laughs> <laughs> As I've proven myself to be on this platform. So, one second. You see the event you was at yesterday, yeah? Yeah. You was there by yourself? By myself. But there was an invite for the whole of the TDA? It was whole TDA. First of all, you didn't, you didn't even see the chat. <laughs> <laughs> you don't... You, we need to have a different it system. Was, we need to mon- get notified. It was Monday night, so... Oh, I yeah, you been, record. Oh, yeah, that's I, true. I wouldn't have been involved. Anyway, Brent knows that. Yeah, oh, so yeah, the other two people... <laughs> <laughs> the, the other two Ghanaians that put the names forward. Didn't bother. I don't even think they even knew it was yesterday. I you know what? You are the most reliable out of all of us. That's true. Clearly. That and my true. contract will reflect that next time. <laughs> <laughs> For real. <laughs> Anyways, I was there. You guys know I don't mind doing things alone anyway. So mm-hmm. it was a great time. But I ended up meeting um, a friend of mine. Old friend. Oh, nice. Um, Gaz. He has a TV and film podcast, actually. He and three other guys. Manny as well was there. Um, it's called Posts. Hold on. Let me get it. Let me, hold on. Sorry. Post-credit scene pod. Like they're really, really cool. They interview like a lot of... So if a film's coming out, mm. they will interview the people like Daniel Kaluuya, Letitia oh, Wright, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so it's really, really cool. So he was there actually, so in the train station. So we ended up going together and just mm. catching up and stuff like that. He's the one who made the comments about us <laughs> changing things a few times. But this, the film is called Earth Mama. Mm. And it's actually out 8th of December. So this was like a little preview, which okay. I like. Um, got a nice goodie already? bag. Nah, it's 8th of December. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna watch that the other day. No, no, it's something else you got. The woman with the big belly. That's entertainment, guys. Oh, sorry, okay, fine. Sorry, no, I ain't got it. Can't get the bloody stuff. <laughs> no, that's another film. I've watched that one you didn't want to talk about. Okay. That's a different one. So basically, right, um, out 8th of December, and um two of the actresses was there. So the main, the lead, right? Mm. This was her first time acting. Oh, serious? She did a great job. She did an amazing, amazing job. She was she did a great job. And then also the, I think the director of the film, Savannah Leaf, was like, it's like you know when it's like a, a Savannah Leaf film kind of thing? Mm-hmm. She was there as well, which was really good. The storyline was good, man. I saw this notification in the group. I bet you did. Mm. What are you recording? Hmm? You were recording, weren't you? Yeah. Was yeah. he here yesterday, Brent? Yeah. Okay. You <laughs> <laughs> <just> said no. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so it was a really good film. It was a really good um, storyline. I would definitely say people should watch it. But it's basically, it highlights, you know when it's, it ha- so it's an American film and it highlights like, you know, 
the kind of the things that black people go through essentially. Mm. And it's about like people having kids and having to be single mothers. And then like the way the system rips the kids from them. Mm-hmm. It's like you're in a catch 22. So like, they were saying to her like, so she lost her kids basically. Well, they were like in a care home or whatnot. And they're saying to her that you have to work. You need to basically, you need to prove to us that you can afford to have your kids back. Mm. But she's like, how can I do that when you have got me doing like 10 courses a week? So it just kind of shows you the, the yeah. things people have to deal mm-hmm. with and stuff like that. And it was a really, really good. I wouldn't spoil it. Spoil it. There's like a bigger topic there. But it's a really, really good film. Really, really good. Um, I did feel like the ending was not what, what I expected. Okay. So I was like, okay. In a good way or? I wanted more. I think okay. I wanted it to be a bit longer. Okay. So I, f- I feel like when I was like really like, oh my gosh, mm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And you're really, really connected to the main character. Like you mm. really are feeling for her. The film just ends. It's out. So, okay. Maybe you're going to get a sequel. Maybe, actually. Because yeah. that would be good. Because I feel like there was, there, yeah, there was a few things I'd like tied up. So, big up, yeah, big up um, that Grape Juice hosting that. That was really good. It was really nice. It was at the um, well, the Google office, really. Oh, was it? Yeah. Because, like, you know, okay. when those offices where you've got like, different people in oh, there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. this was, we were in the NBC Universal part of things. Okay. Well, Google was in there as well. And they gave a nice goodie bag. You know, I love a good bag. Yeah, they're good, you know. I remember the first time we went, Power. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Power book. Yeah, they're, they're good hosts, man. Yeah, they are. Can't wait for the next one. You know, well, <laughs> yeah. So it was really nice. It was really nice. It was really well thought out, really well planned. So big up there, man. But yeah, man, check out the film when it comes out. It's a really good, really good storyline. Mm. Sick. But yeah, how's everyone else doing there? I'm all right, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I can't complain. Oh, can I send a uh, happy birthday shout out? Of course, to who? To my little sister. Oh, yeah, you got little sis. Yes, you got little sis. She's gonna happy be, birthday. Uh, the big three zero. Oh, lovely. We're well, not gonna be. She is today. She is. Yes. <laughs> you say you don't have a sister? Huh? <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Am I just making stuff up? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's ba- my cousin, but she's a little sister. Oh, that, 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 exactly. that, yeah, that makes sense. Exactly, yeah. Why, who are you saying with this guy? Hmm? You're with the mags. You don't talk to him like that. Why have you, you, you chosen today? 400. 400 bread. More wicked is activated. Why did you talk to him like that? Talk to who? This guy. You're you talking about you. You. Me? Yes. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. I thought you were sending messages. You thought what? You were sending messages. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. So now, how now could you? Can you imagine? Oscar. You need to use an Oscar sir. Terrible. But yeah, man. Um, also, up, it was my brother's birthday as well. Okay, you're ridiculous. On the third. Brent. He has a Damn birthday. That was two days ago. He's got two. He's got two. Not fact checking with Brent. <laughs> He's like, so serious. <laughs> I just remember that was Sunday, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. Big up, bro. Big up also. Uh-huh. Mo- Moses as well. Oh, big up Moses. When's T- the TMB original mm-hmm. yesterday. That's disgusting. We were recording. She was oh, yesterday. Yes. He didn't say shite. Why should he yeah, tell me the best? Because he talked guy, to man. me yesterday. And that was you, a, that was you, it's your responsibility. First of all, he's never first told of all, me when his birthday is. It's your responsibility <laughs> to know someone's birthday is. I have an app, but he's never told me his birthday. Well, entering your app now. Mm-hmm. You can go message him back. That's as I would. Now I know. Fifth of December. I feel like it's a bit weird to mention my friend. Fourth. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Imagine missing it next year. Imagine. And you would have seen him in the, at the and TMB you, and you know HQ. Brett, and you know Brett would say, you didn't tell me. You didn't tell me. <laughs> Cake all around, confetti, you know Brett would be like, oh, you didn't tell hmm. me. So, it's crazy. But now, big up Moses as well. Big up your brother. Big up your sis. Yes. Although, please, please tell her to fix up because... Why? She listened to TDA late. 
So she's going to hear this next week. Okay. <laughs> Wait, is that the one that was hanging from the door? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Nobody was hanging from no uh, doors. Stop right. saying happy that, birthday, man. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. Yeah, now you said happy birthday. You're imagine. a phony. Because I know imagine. her. Because I know her. Of course she's you know her, man. Door. If you're just making up people, of course you know her. 13, oh. Jeez. All right. That's lit, man. Time's gone, isn't it? Time has gone. Time has gone, man. It's actually, yeah. age is so funny to me. Mm-hmm. The concept of age is, because I feel like I just got here the other day. <laughs> like, I was in primary school the other day, worried about what Chris, what cartoon I was going to watch in my cereal. Crazy, I was not in primary school the other day, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, young. So all right, mm. I was in primary school. No, age one. <laughs> I, was in, you're uh, young, you know? I was in primary school time ago. It's mm. crazy. Like, man. I mean, obviously, when I say the other day is an exaggeration, I graduated in like coming up to ten years now. <laughs> did you uh, watch? Did you watch Land Before Time in your primary school? No. My crime was in Nigeria, though. We ain't watching that. That's the dinosaur stuff. Mm. Mm. Yeah, of course you watched it. This is what I'm saying. Age mates. Yeah, but I was in Nigeria, so we're definitely not watching that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't watching What? I was in algebra. <laughs> Primary school. What do you mean this is? I'm playing there. It's crazy, man. But no, Brent, how are you? I'm uh, Thank you. How do you feel about 400 episodes? Yeah, like I just said, you look guys are wicked. Yeah. Gina. And it doesn't matter what I throw in the mix it? to try and soften you guys up. Oh, good morning. First of all, why would we ever throw in the mix to try and soften us up? <laughs> if anything, it makes shit worse. I'll hear your sound effects well, and shit. Definitely. Good morning. Hi. Morning, babes. Good morning, Gina. What are you sorry for? Don't worry, man. It happens to the best of us. <laughs> 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 but, um, yeah, man, big us up, man. Big up TDA. Big up everyone who watches. Big up our researchers. Big up everyone who's ever been part of the team and support mm-hmm. us in any kind of way. We appreciate it. And we ain't going nowhere. So, yes. Ooh, can stay I ask for the you, ride. Anybody in chat who's actually been here from, like, episode one? Ooh, that'd be interesting. Or at least, like, first to ten episodes. Yeah. Let us know, man. After the break. Yes, of course. <laughs> no, 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 I meant when they join us after the break. That kind of counts. Oh. Because we did one episode. We did two episodes. Mm. Then that was that for a, for a minute. For sure. I went to Nigeria, came back. Just to what we recorded. This show is something, you know. It's a legendary Hello show, moments. man. Too many moments. Oh, Gina hasn't got a thing on her mic, Brent. But yeah, man. Love Look, that for us. Big up Kevin. Kevin's been there. Kevin has Day been one. here. See, I wouldn't have seen that comment. Big up Kevin. Kevin has been here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I just go, I just go here, sir. No, he oh. was a milf and honey. Brent, oh, he knows, yeah, he knows yeah. Maxi. When, when first time we had Maxi here, he said finally. Somebody <laughs> <laughs> said that's what he said. Um, yeah, so he watched about, milf and honey. Yeah, mm-hmm. Kevin's about. Kevin's about. Kevin's about. Still, still on. okay, cool. Now he's just fixing your mic. Say something. There's a few day ones in there. Mm-hmm. Big up Miss Mariah. Big up Miss Mariah. You know Miss Mariah always supports. No, Miss Mariah is a supporter, man. You know, she's good like, vibes. One hundred. Miss Mariah is really good. I love her. If you don't follow her, follow on her on her story, mm-hmm. on her Instagram. Yes. This girl's always out doing things. <laughs> she's oh. always living her best life. Hundred <laughs> percent. And you know, obviously, we we appreciate everyone who tunes in every day and supports and everything. And I don't necessarily mean to make a distinction, but just to say, Miss Mariah yeah, puts her. Money where mouth is. 100%. She walks and walks and talks and talks. Everything. No, that's Every not function, just down and third. Yeah, 100%. She always you know does, man. 
But don't forget, by, by the way, guys, if you've got stuff you need to close, books, all that stuff. Yes. Sis is collecting stuff for um, children in Uganda, families in Uganda as well. So please contact her to get all that stuff. Yes. Get her up on the gram, Miss underscore Anne Mariah. Some so many users are talking about you been there since day one and you ain't even called up before though. What kind of foolishness yeah. is that? Well, well, well. Huh? Well. That's not that's not right. No. Who else has been here since day 400th one? Four hundredth episode today. I don't even know what the um topic of the day is, so is it a good one? <laughs> yeah, I hope so. It's a good one every day. <laughs> huh? A good one every day. Sometimes it just that's, that's the what happens. It's just sometimes your high blood pressure might be a bit higher. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> sometimes you might high, a bit low. You never know. Who else has been here? Um Lala, Everest. Listen, um Abby, C91. <laughs> but half of you ain't called up before. Yeah. Big so up the regular I think, to, I, think, I think today, on the 400 episodes, I think I we'll be hear hearing some, people, I yes. hear from some of our day ones. Mm. Yeah. Even if it's just a call to say hi, what not? Yes. Big up Mercy. To, to incentivize them. Oh. To incentivize them. A call to basically give some constructive criticism. criticism. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I choose yes. a host and then rat it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, you said choose a host and wrap their confidence. <laughs> Bearing in mind, yeah, just remember. Put <laughs> one in there for me, please. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'll take that today. One time only. We're, we're um, not one time only. <laughs> one night only. <laughs> one night only. Taking constructive criticism. Do you know what? Let's do it. Actually, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Four hundred episodes. Let's do it. Five hundred episodes. We do it back to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. But uh, um, that, the energy nice we're giving that, yeah, because you know what it is. We know we know how great we are anyway, so we don't need to hear. Of what course, we're, we don't need to hear what we're doing right today. I only want to hear what you think we're doing wrong. I know oh. one thing that's going to keep coming up. What's that? Our time. Ah. Yeah, so there's just that. But what are you looking for? Behind you, is there like an AC remote? What's that sound? It's going to blow somewhere. up. Oh. Why the number pinned at the top of the chat, Brent? Can you just turn off the heater though? Is it every day? Huh? You need to get your iron level so crazy. I need, to, I need to get mine checked because I don't feel no heat. I was like, oh, you get crazy in here. Really? <laughs> Do you know what? Heat makes me feel less. Heat makes me sleepy. The number is 07564 841 That's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Can Ren's AI please pin it to the chat? It's yeah, done, it's mm-hmm. done. Yeah. Oh, it's done. Lovely. Yeah, no, we're dead ass. We're dead ass. Yeah, Call we're in, serious. let us know um, how we can make this experience better for you moving forward. We're down to hear it. Can somebody mm-hmm. pass the message on to people who used to be here? <laughs> 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 Sorry, I laughed a bit too hard. It's not that funny. <laughs> this is your time. <laughs> Just have time, baby. <laughs> Get it off. Get it off your tuck, your shit. Let's do it. But no, yeah, we do appreciate like, we that. Really, we, we're building a lovely community. Yeah, man. Like, the TDA community is second to none. And it yeah. continues to grow. And I just absolutely love that for us. Which is great. Oh, oh, yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. <laughs> you do not have to worry about me. Girl. Answer the call, man. Who we got? Good morning. All right, just just call back. Let me ah. activate the phone, please. Oh, come on, Brent. Boring. I think we start doing a little test, a tester. I was ready mm. for the crowd. You can't tell them to call to, um, and then not be ready for them when they call. Can you imagine? Rebuttal? Are we allowed nah. to? No. 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 Okay. Not at all. I'll let you know when I get there. Okay. 
I'm gonna let no one just spew no lies on me. Okay. I see where this is going. Uh call back, please. Thank you very much. Yes, please call back. Phone has gonna be hot today, boy. <laughs> yeah, man. And bring up the researchers. I think I said that. Yeah, bring up the researchers as well. Mm-hmm. Know that for us. Um so basically. Yeah. On Spotify, mm-hmm. you're now allowed to leave voice memos. Oh, is that sick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And somebody has left one. Okay. So let me play it now. Are we listening to that? Yes. <coughs> Firstly, big up TDA podcast there. Uh, really appreciate it, guys. Um, That's a podcast, guys. Okay. Sounds cute. Hello, good morning. We can hear you. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Hi, morning. I'm C91 in the chat. I don't really talk much. Oh, morning, honey. Big up yourself. Big up you, day one. I've spoken to Iman a couple of times on Instagram. Okay. Oh, yes. Yes, C91. Yes, yes. Secret chat. Yes. I just wanted to... That's a ruin a man's brand. I just wanted to say... You are all amazing. Um, oh, thank you, babe. You guys got me through my um, my second pregnancy because I wasn't really going out. Congratulations, I'm feeling like I was in the community. Um, but the only constructive criticism I can give you guys is to start on time or have a start time. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> we hear it, man. One hundred percent. I wasn't really calling to give you any criticism. I'm just picking you up. But yeah. Oh, thank you, darling. Thank you very much. Appreciate you, man. We appreciate you, babes. Bye. Thank you, girl. All right, there seems to be quite a few flowing in now. All right, call back in whoever just called. No, look at you giving people a reason to come and pop their shit off. Everyone's in the queue. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so funny is that Brent started the episode talking about we're wicked. So him, look at him doing wicked shit. Exactly. <laughs> Not at all. That's at all. Let me play this sound voice. Oh, yes, please. Firstly, big up TDA podcast there. Uh, really appreciate it, guys. I'm really enjoying the podcast. Uh, I had a quick uh, comment. So I've just caught up on Friday's episode where there's a conversation around earning 50k versus 25 or 100,000 oh, yeah. and all of your colleagues earn like, let's call it 200,000. I think it was interesting. It's probably an easy one for people to answer. Morning. Good morning. Good morning, caller. Hello. Hello. Morning. 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 It's just Joe in the chat. Who? Just Joe. Just Show. Just show. Oh, nice. Morning. Morning. Yeah, How are you? My first time calling. I'm big good. Up, big up. Hope you are doing all right too. All good. We thanks, are man. Morning, morning, morning. Yeah, this is my first time calling, so I don't want to give any criticism. That's some hate shit. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I just wanted to big up, the, big up you look. Oh, thank I you. Really appreciate that, man. Thank you, man. Everybody follow his lead. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Here's to another four. Thank you, Han. Okay. Uh, you can carry on where you stopped with the business. I will. Thank you. We're never going to get. I think what would have been more interesting to hear was, and I, I use five hundred thousand as like a, just an arbitrary number. If people would prefer to earn five hundred thousand and their colleagues earn a million, or earning 500,000 and your colleagues earning less than you. 
say 250,000. And the reason I mention that is I think that's particularly when you talk about like race and um, people feeling uncomfortable earning more than their white counterparts for the same role is almost like as an element of imposter syndrome or people looking down on you. So I think that would have been an interesting conversation as to well, why is the black kid in the room earning more money than me? That would have been cool. Yeah. Mm. Appreciate that. That's what I said, yeah. tech savvy man, because I didn't even know they had voice notes on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Same, man. But as this lovely man has demonstrated, if you've got any comments and you want to add to the conversation as well, please drop us voice notes on Spotify and we will read, well, we'll listen to them. If you want to drop comments instead, you're more than welcome to do that. Sure. And while you're there, don't forget to um, rate us five. Because we know you love us, so thank you. All right, should we get into our headlines? Let's do it. Oh, okay, let's do it then. Oh, sorry, I didn't realise we wanted to ask the, answer the question. Mm. Okay, so 500,000, you earn 500,000 mm-hmm. um, pounds and your colleagues earn 250,000 mm. or you earn 500,000 and your colleagues earn 1 million. Our, our answer's changed. Um, no, do you know what it is? <laughs> it's annoying me, yeah, because in this situation, you're now presenting me with the option of having my cake in the unit too. Mm-hmm. So things change because you're giving me the option to be the head honcho okay. and to still maintain my financial position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you've you've given me the the better option of yeah. both. Yeah. So mm-hmm. as much as it may seem as though I'm here for the demise of my colleague, which mm. I'm not, don't really care because mm-hmm. I'm still getting 500K, yeah? Mm. You have given me a bigger incentive. Mm. It's the fact that I'm earning more. That is an incentive, do you understand mm-hmm. what I mean? Because you know what? Yeah. So I, I'm not going to sit here and say, Oh, I want them to take a million and I'm going to take... But to be fair, it doesn't really matter because mm-hmm. I'm still earning the You're 500, still 500 okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. But the additional incentive is the fact that I'm, I now get bragging rights. Yeah. So fuck it. Why not? Hmm, yeah, it, depends what, it depends what kind of office situation, what kind of working environment I'm in. Yes. Yeah, man. I'm a, I'm a, if I'm in like a usual, I'm, typical white mm-hmm. environment, it's about time they got paid less. Do you know what I mean? While I do more, I'll, I'll do 250. But say I'm like, I reckon if I'm around black people, that are good vibes, not witches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I'm going to just, let me just say what's on my heart. I'm going to go for 500 and no. everyone else earns 250. You are still all right. No, but that's what I was going to say. Because realistically, yeah. why do I have to, like, if, even if it's, take up, like, with the black people, yeah. Yeah. Why do I have to, um, why is it an issue now? Because I'm earning more than you. Like, I, don't, I don't get, if, I don't get the. Do you see what I mean? It's me trying to do a. And it's not that it's Martin not a type of situation. Yeah. I think if it was like everyone earns one million and I earn seven fifty, I could do that. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. That one I can I can do that. But if I'm five hundred, everyone's one million. Mm. But two fifty, everyone's five. Listen. Yeah, but even why? Either way, I'm getting my five hundred anyway. To be like, fair, I don't but get. It will pay me more. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. I don't get why it's a big deal that I want like that. I have the opportunity to earn more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if I do pick it, it's like, oh, it's a bad thing. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I in, the, in this scenario, because the numbers are the same. Mm-hmm. Not on a, I, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because the numbers are exactly the same. Mm-hmm. I don't get why it's a bad thing if I decide to take. Maybe I guess it's, it's how you kind of see your colleagues. Why, why, why are you okay with earning a certain amount and them earning half? But then why am I okay with them earning more? 
That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, but this is yeah, my point. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The point I'm making help. is, why mm. am I okay with them? And why am I, I okay for me, for me to? Mm, here he goes. This is so bad, man. Why? <laughs> no, why? Is, okay, you know you're gonna put. You know you're gonna make it be this woman because that's why you're looking around. Let me let you guys finish. I'm thinking about it, yeah, and I'm thinking. Me not me not wanting people to earn a million and earn five hundred k is definitely some hater shit, <laughs> but I'm seeing it. Mm. Episode four hundred, baby. I don't understand. I'm, I'm not really it. grasping the concept of this question. So basically, we had a topic of the day last week, which is interesting. And the question was, um, your colleagues earn twenty five k, you know, and you earn fifty k, or they you earn fifty k and they earn hundred k. Are we all doing the same job? Yeah. 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 So why are they earning more than me for? But that's just, just the way it, the cookie yeah, crumbles. Just, yeah, just the way the cookie was crumbling. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that one, we said, yeah, everyone, do you know, everyone can get 100k and we get 50k because whatever it is, Why? the goodness of God, no, but in, 50k no, but the, is because for me, was it 50k? No, but in in the example um, that I mentioned last week, it's different to what this guy is saying, though. Yeah, but so because remember um, that one was you having different amounts. So in one scenario, you earned, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah that was different. Oh yeah, yeah. I think wasn't it like tw- so? You earn fifty k, they earn twenty five, or you earn you earn hundred and, and then they earn two hundred something like that. Exactly. So we were like, yeah, but I'm gonna get more, so it makes sense for me to go to other option, even though they're gonna be earning two hundred k. If we're bringing half a mil into it now, and in both scenarios I'm still earning half a mil, I'd be a hater. But we saw a few of them I didn't like anyway, so maybe yeah. You look like you're still <laughs> confused. No, I just don't know what the big decision is. If I'm de- if we're all doing the same job and you give me the options, I'm gonna take to make the most money. Yeah, so that was yeah. the first scenario. But the second scenario now, you're earning the same in both scenarios. It's about what do you want to do for other people? Do you want them to earn 250k or do you want them to earn 1 million? Because I've already still getting 500k. So which one are you going for now? But we're still all doing the same job. Same yeah. job. Yeah, yeah I'm, you're saying getting more money than me when we're doing the same job. <laughs> <laughs> See, that, that would be my default, yeah. But in my mind, yeah, I'm thinking in that situation, there's no real incentive. I, I, I may think, I may make the mistake of thinking my wage is the highest they're willing to ever pay me. If I know that you guys is making a meal and I'm doing, I'm getting 500k, and we're doing the same job, yeah, I know yeah. there's room for growth. No, that's, that's the, you're making up your own scenarios. That's no, but that's, that's, not, that's, no, but that's how. I, that's, that's not how a scenario, though. No, 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 that's, <laughs> that's not a scenario. That's not a scenario. No, 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 50k and they mm-hmm. earn 25 or I earn 100 and then they earn 200 <coughs> yeah. I'll take the 100 facts that's what all of us that's what everyone said yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah. Said, yeah. yeah. but this scenario now is different because now it's if really time for your hater spirit to shine it's not, I don't think it's a hater if everybody's doing the same job mm-hmm. yeah. why don't you want them to earn 1 million but my it's not, I don't want, it's not about I want to earn 1 million you can't. Exactly. Yeah. But we're all doing the same job. So we're all going to clock in and come to the same place every day. Yeah. And you're giving me the options. There's no way everybody's going to earn in more than me for no apparent reason. So, you're, so, you, okay. so you prefer so you, that you earn then, more than yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So all of them think there's no way Mark's earning me more than me. It don't matter what they think. I'm going with a choice. <laughs> What's the matter what they think? If they gave me the choice. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a damn point. That's actually your point. Yeah. Mm. It's what it is, man. Interesting. <laughs> So, question. Question. Let's just use us as colleagues in this scenario. Right? Mm -hmm. Somebody asks me that same question. I would say, give them a million. That's leadership right there. That's nice. (laughs) 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 You, even though your um, salary doesn't change, you're getting the same 500k, you would want us to be earning a little bit more so we can use a little bit more for a little bit more pleasure. 
you know what's so funny? You, you're telling me you, even though your flipping salary doesn't change. He said he ain't buying it. But you know what's funny? Because you know when I said black people, I was actually thinking about this room. But if you used to, I, I wouldn't mind you earning a million. Mm. But if you got, if you guys think we're ever going out for dinner, and I'm getting my card out. You got. <laughs> yeah. Is there some conversations that we can have? Is there some conversations that we can have? Is there some kind of you from being bad man? Hundred percent. Is there some kind of you can say, Brent, gonna... the next holiday's on you. I'm like, all right, cool, Dead because ass. you made you're it possible yes, yeah. for me to have. Double your flipping salary. But yeah. that's why I said about yeah, well, it. Yeah, I want. Yeah, I want. Let's pack back. Didn't even draw for that card. Because you weren't talking there. I want. I want. I want. I want like ten percent. I want ten percent. I want ten percent of everybody's wages. We can We can talk. Yes. We can talk. If I earn you some money, I want. I want commission. Commission base. You know what I'd say? I'd be like, all right, cool. You have to pay for my petrol or. My car Listen, well, or something go. for the rest nah. of the year. Yeah, for something. I want a percentage of profits. <laughs> <laughs> What's man talking about? Good. I made this happen. Good. I want a percentage of profits. I mean, Rufi, let's have that conversation. It'd be a long day for Stephen. Hella meetings. Hella have that conversation. God damn. Because there's no change in my salary. Mm. No, but, but I think in corporate world, do I like my colleagues or not? Yeah. 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 I mean, that's it. And that's actually it. Mm. And it's, yeah, it's the working environment, in it? Because if if I think about my work environments in the past, oh, mm. fuck y'all. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's exactly where my mind was at. <laughs> like, <laughs> are you okay? No. I'll even reduce, you, you even said half, half is fair. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> half plus <I'm>, genius tax. <laughs> literally. I'm adding that black tax Listen, on. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> Alright, thank you very much. But yeah, th- big up the, um, our lovely listener who presented us that scenario. Mm-hmm. So that's funny. Alright, so our first headline. Esther, your, your boy's back in the news, man. Rose Johnson. He is indeed. One and only. Mm-hmm. So, he's going to parents before the COVID-19 inquiry. And that's on Wednesday. Oof. But it's already making headlines in the Netherlands amid a mixture of amusement and alarm at claims that he asked British spies to plan a raid on a Dutch vaccine What's plant. Wrong with Can you imagine? What's actually wrong with him? This is like, this is bloody like James Bond or something. Yeah. <laughs> How is it? No, life is a joke to Boris Johnson. Hmm. And he makes that clear. Crazy. Well, the operation, which according to sources um, who briefed Johnson's employer, the Daily Mail, um, would have taken place between a backdrop of a tit-for-tat row in March of 2021 between the then Prime Minister and the EU, which was moving towards restricting exports of vaccines across the channel. An enraged Johnson asked security services, pardon me, to draw up military operations to obtain impounded doses of AstraZeneca vaccine from a plant in Leiden after Britain had negotiated a deal with the company. But while Britain's security services were spared their biggest um, debacle of Dutch soil, sorry, on Dutch soil, says Operation Market Garden. Imagine Operation Market Garden, you know. Anyway, the claim the claim has been widely reported on front pages in the Netherlands. Elsewhere, Russian state media generated a, a po-faced report on the claims, interspersed in clips of Johnson with footage of British special, special forces and overlaying them with a sinister backing track. The Dutch Ministry of Foreign Affairs confirmed it was aware of the report but declined to comment. Johnson is expected to refer to the episode, potentially in a written statement accompanying his evidence to the inquiry, which will take place over the course of Wednesday and Thursday. Next headline, and Jeremy Hunt has blamed Brexit for more than half a decade of political instability that has undermined business investment in the UK as he sought to defend tax cuts paid by the public sector, sorry, paid for by the public sector austerity to drive up economic growth. The Chancellor said that the outcome of the 2016 EU referendum had led to political chop and change before the COVID pandemic added to the turbulence at the heart of the government. 
asked at an event hosted by the Resolution Foundation Think Tank and the London School of Economics Centre for Economic Performance, the CEP, if he recognised that political instability had damaged business investment, Hunt said that there were very particular reasons why we've, we've had to do that. He said that we had Brexit. That led to a hung parliament. That led to a politically incredibly challenging time. The British people had voted to leave the EU, but parliament couldn't agree how. And ultimately, we had the fail, pardon me, the fall of Theresa May's government, and then we had the pandemic. His comments come after researchers at the Institute for Public Policy Research think tank found more than a decade of flip-flopping through nine business secretaries, seven chancellors, and 11 different economic strategies had damaged business investment in the UK. And our last headline, and according to a minister who's confirmed, right, confirmed this particular thing, mm -hmm. uh, British lawyers could be sent to Rwanda as part of a new treaty aimed at implementing Rishi Sunak's plan to send asylum seekers to the African nation. James Cleverly, the Home Secretary, is understood to be close to finalising a treaty with Rwanda as part of the Prime Minister's goal of making the plan legally watertight after the Supreme Court ruled it was unlawful. Lucy Fraser, who's the Cabinet Minister, said that the Home Office was looking very carefully at the idea of sending UK government lawyers to Rwanda to address concerns about the legal system. She told BBC Breakfast that there's an issue about processing and I know that the Home Office are looking at, the, looking at this very carefully. I know that Home Secretary James Cleverly is now working with Rwanda on a new treaty and will be bringing forward legislation in due course. The development comes amid growing belief amongst lawyers and charities that are playing with asylum seekers will not take off for Rwanda before their next general election, which is expected in 2024. Labour plans to ditch the policy if it wins. But Cleverly is expected to head to Rwanda as soon as this week to sign the new treaty. Uh, with domestic legislation also planned so that the UK Parliament can claim Rwanda as a safe destination for asylum seekers who arrive in Britain. And that's it for the headlines. Lovely. Let's get into what you say in topic of the day. All right. So, um, got a topic of the day. And this was sent to me yesterday, actually. Big up, um, Abdul. Big up, Abdul. And he basically asked the question, is pessimism ever a good thing? Mm. Pessimistic. My, ba my bag. Mm. <laughs> pessimism <laughs> is like bad vibes, ne negativity. Ne yeah, neg ne negative outlook. It is, mm. but people always say it's, we're being re realistic. That's, mm -hmm. that's the I say, it's that. not always a negative outlook. Sometimes just telling the truth that you just don't like to hear. And ah. I think it's also seeing things for what it actually is and mm -hmm. being realistic. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, think I, I think I'm... I used to be extremely pessimistic, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and I wouldn't call it bad vibes. Mm. I think, do you know what it is for me? I was very much, um, no expectations, no disappointments. Like I didn't want to okay, yeah, get yeah. myself excited over uh, hypothetical. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I mean? I would rather not expect anything and then get surprised as opposed to kind of have my hopes up and then get disappointed. Okay, okay. If that makes sense. So can we define pessimism, please? <coughs> um, pessimism is a tendency to see the worst in things or to expect the worst possible outcome. It's a general attitude or negativity or gloominess, often encompassing a belief that things are bad and likely to get worse. Ah. Yeah, but that's sometimes that's the truth, though. Sometimes some people use the art of deduction and see all the options available and see what's going on and tell them the op that outcome. And then people want to tell you that you're being pessimistic when it's the truth, mm. when it's the most likely outcome. Yeah, let's separate 
realism. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, let's just realism from pessimism. Mm. Pessimism, sounds so funny. Pessimism is seeing the worst. Realism isn't necessarily seeing the worst, it's seeing it as it is. I think they're kind of hard to separate because obviously people do the, do you see that half glass full, half glass, half glass empty kind of thing. You know what I'm trying to say, like, and pes- I don't think it's ever good to be pessimistic for, for no reason. You know what I'm trying to say? But I think, like, people people do throw it around when, like, especially optimistic people, you know what I'm trying to say, like, when certain of their things ain't really based in reality and they just want to do the whole optimism thing when someone, mm-hmm. and then someone's trying to give you some realizations mm-hmm. and then they want to throw pessimism on it. I think there's, sometimes they're heavily intertwined. Is pessimism... Um, is it relative? So, for instance, like if you started off in a neutral position and it was just maybe hopeful, you've been hopeful that maybe you'd be able to get this particular thing done, right? Mm-hmm. And somebody comes with their realistic thingy. Would that is it realistic if it brings you back to neutrality, or and pessimism something that takes you into the negative part of it, or is pessimism just any erosion of that hope, even if it still remains in the realm of hope? I think it can be. I think it can be any erosion, you know, mm. because the issue with people being quote unquote realistic or quote unquote pessimistic, mm-hmm. you don't know. Do yeah. you get what I mean? Sometimes okay. people say someone, say you have a business idea, because that person's failed at businesses, mm-hmm. they will come to me and be like, I'm being, I'm, be, I'm being realistic. Businesses aren't working these days. Mm. No, you just didn't do it. And yeah. sometimes that's the thing with, with people giving the comments on stuff. It comes from a place of projection because they yeah. don't feel like they can do it or <clears> they don't feel like, yeah, they don't feel like they can do it or something. And they, so they add, they attach their mm. insecurities to your plans and stuff. Mm. So that's what makes it tricky whether to know whether it's someone being pessimistic or being a real or being realistic. That's when it's opinion based, I think. Mm. But that's everything. Everything's opinion based. I don't know. Some things are based in facts and people don't want to see them. You know what I'm trying to say? Like sometimes, yeah. Because obviously that like, knowledge is powerful. Someone might come from a more educated point of view and have actual knowledge of what they're talking yeah. about. I think it's different when people come with their negative opinions, like what you're saying, business yeah. plans, and then they come and they bring their negative opinion on you and tell you that it's not going to work. But there's no real reasoning behind what they're saying. Just probably just their negative experiences or whatever well, think about it may so be. And that's probably being more pessimistic. Mm. You, know, you know when we had this scenario when we talked about like telling your friends who can't rap or sing that they can't rap or sing? Mm. Is that being a pessimist or is that being realist? It depends. If it depends on who you're, who you're talking to. Talking some, to you. What do you mean? Who I'm talking to? No, it depends on. Oh, it, the it, depends, the yeah, it, it depends on who the artist is. Who I'm telling. Because if I'm, the person I, hasn't made it yet, so they're not really. In. But yeah, then but I don't I, think. I think. Do you know? I think that's hard yet. Because one, I think it's based on so many different factors. Because yeah. one, just because someone hasn't made it doesn't mean that they're not a good artist or singer, right? I yeah, think number two, true. also, we have seen so many quote unquote artists who are shit because they're gimmicky they've been signed for deals and stuff so I think that's a that's a lot it's kind of harder to to, do you know what I mean I think it's harder in that sense because there's so many factors that go into being good but that's why I I say that I feel like differentiating between pessimism and realism Mm -hmm. is can be hard Yeah. yeah because something like that someone would be like I'm gonna I'm gonna tell I'm telling my friend this because You've been doing this since you were like, you've been mm. doing this since you were 18, you've mm. been trying, you're about to clock 40, it hasn't worked for you, da da da. Be realistic. Mm. But am I might, do you know what I mean? So, so I feel like it's, it gets it gets tricky. Do you feel like it's more so the person who is saying the thing or yeah. more so how 
or more so the person involved in the thing. So, for instance, if I say, oh, you're never going to make it as a, as a rapper, for example, right? <coughs> yeah. Is it because I can't make it as a rapper, so I'm putting that on you? On you? Or is it because I see in you that there's a lack of what's necessary to be a rapper? Or a combination of both, maybe? Do you know why that's tricky? Because even when people see stuff that's good in people and they're doing what they what they want to, what they set out to do, mm-hmm. there's people that will still have negative comments. Haters, and they're I guess they're, they're they're being straight pessimistic. Yeah, but you know what is it? You never you can't tell someone's heart. You can't tell because even sometimes people that are close to you mm-hmm. may not believe in your dreams. Yeah. So because they're close to you, you can't automatically trust mm-hmm. that that's going from necessarily a good place. Yeah. You never know. Mm-hmm. It's difficult. But is it, is it down to belief though? The re- reason why I'm, I'm saying that is because if somebody if somebody came to us and said, "Yo, what you guys are doing every day, come TDA, or everything you talk about with the T- with TMB and all that type of stuff, guys, like not to be pessimistic, but let's be realistic, right? Mm. Nobody's ever done what you guys are talking about, not even close. Mm. Are they being pessimistic or are they being realistic because it's nothing that's ever happened before, or are they being hopeful because they see something in everybody here? that makes them believe, you know what, this is possible. Is it based on the people involved in the situation or is it based on the person who's assessing the situation? What did they say, what did, what did they say that this has never been done before? They didn't yeah. say stop. They just said this has never been done before. And they're basically saying, you know, kind of temper your Yeah, there's no hope. They're not saying, where's the hope? <laughs> no, because they may, they may be saying, if you're trying to compete with the BBC, I think that's a bit too much. If you're okay, trying to compete yeah. with someone on YouTube, then all right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So is that being pessimistic or is that being realistic? That's being pessimistic. Why? Because they don't, because they're not talking from a place of knowledge. They ain't got no scope. They probably ain't never, they probably ain't never done nothing before. They probably not ain't mm. got the vision to look at where there's a gap in the market, to look at mm. the talent in the mm-hmm. room, to look at the support that we've got, the things that we've done. But and we've only and we've only just scratched the surface. You know what I'm trying yeah. to say that. So if you was, if you had a more open mind, mm-hmm. you could see that the, the possibilities are endless. You mm-hmm. know what I'm trying to say. To just come with that stance is pessimistic, because there ain't nothing. There's nothing based in fact there. So, you know, so interesting. Mm. Cause I think I think we will see it as pessimistic because I don't say that's a hating ass bitch. <laughs> but <laughs> we will see it as pessimistic because we're the ones involved in it. But the person that's telling us, they will see that as I'm being realistic. They're not being realistic. They ain't got no track record. I'm, everything <laughs> that I'm in, they ain't got no tra- everything that I'm involved in online is dope quality content. The majority of the stuff that I do is, is successful mm. and is good. Mm. So what yeah. what are you what grounds are you basing this on? So that means it's based on 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 the recipient, it's based on you in the situation. Because if it was a, another person that just took your place, no track record, are they being pessimistic or realistic? I was still, my pers- for me personally, I would still mm. see them as pessimistic. Okay. Because I think it speaks to what you're saying, yeah. Sometimes people give you, com- people give you advice mm-hmm. or share their opinion on stuff they don't know nothing about. Anyone who knows podcasting knows you need to come into the industry with a niche. Mm. TDA is own niche, do you get me? So. Mm-hmm. That for me, if you're coming to give someone advice about something and you don't know about the industry they're trying to get into or break into and stuff like that, mm-hmm. automatically your 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 opinion is void. Yeah, I don't think I'm thinking like that just because we're the ones involved in it. I mm. think even if I was on the outside looking in, there, someone just come and said that. I think it's uh, you're, it's come. There's you're a hater, you're, man. Yeah, like, what is <laughs> yeah, your man. what's your opinion based on? Do you mm. know what I'm trying to say? Especially when you're saying it ain't been done before and you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. Mm. So how can you be this so strongly it. about it that it's not gonna work? That's definitely that doing... a pessimistic attitude. Yeah. And it's, there's there's bare other stuff in, in there. <laughs> Hate <laughs> <laughs> trouble in there. <laughs> trouble in there. You get what I'm trying to say? Because why are you saying this stuff for? Is it all of it? 
Everything everything starts from scratch. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? Like everything starts from yeah. scratch. That's how you. That's how you innovate. That's how you create. That's what you do. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? Like so, saying it's never been done before is not a good enough reason. I'll be honest with you. Anyway, to be fair, that's facts. Because I think <laughs> when people are doing something and you just and like that, they're not even because I feel like people can people can be trying to build something and be like, oh, it's long as da, 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 whatever, ever, and you should just be there as someone to listen. Mm-hmm. But if you just try to knock down what somebody's building. Mm-hmm. You're a hater. <laughs> the spirit that lives in you mm. is of the hateration roots. Could it be misplaced love? No, it's not. <laughs> reason why I'm saying that is, imagine now, God forbid, it's a family member mm. and you've seen how much resources they're pumping yeah. into this particular thing and it's been going on for five or ten years yeah. and nothing's happened. Mm-hmm. Is that you basically saying, yo, be, be a bit realistic now. Like you've got, you've got children, you've got, I don't know, bills to pay, you've got yeah. a house, you know what I'm saying? Or is that you basically being a hater? I think I, I believe in supporting people, man. Okay. I think unless the person is down bad to the point like where it's like, you know, they're asking for money all the time, that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. or they've quit their full-time job and stuff like that, mm-hmm. then I'll be like, okay, you know, be a bit real- realistic, but not realistic and quit your dream. Mm-hmm. Be realistic and balance, try and get a balance. So until this takes off, mm-hmm. keep doing this thing or get a job where you can, do you know what I mean? That, that's, that for me is realistic advice. If you're just telling somebody to just lock it off, mm-hmm. I don't. I think. I. I. I don't know. I. I just. It never. It's never sat right with me telling someone to quit their dreams. It's like. weird because there's nothing wrong with tempering your ambitions and stuff like that. Like you know what I'm trying to say. Like and mm-hmm. there's nothing. Nothing's guaranteed in it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say. Like so, yeah. it's not guaranteed that it's gonna work. But you saying that it's guaranteed not gonna work is essentially telling ah! someone not to try. Mm-hmm. Which like you know what I'm trying to say. It's yeah. essentially telling someone not to That's try. If you, know you don't you fuck around, you can't find out. Mm. Mm. No, you saw the maths, Brim. We know the maths. Mm. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So that's where the problem comes to me because it's not guaranteed yeah. that. It's gonna work. Yeah. It's never guaranteed. You but can't have that guaranteed. guarantee. Nothing's guaranteed. Yeah. But you can't come and tell me it's guaranteed. It's not gonna it's work. It's not gonna work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because what's that based on? Yeah. I feel like a lot of the time it does come from projection. Securities. Like people, because even if I think about me and when I first started like my career and stuff, like there was a lot of women and Aaron, and do you know what I mean? Because it didn't make sense to them, mm. if that makes sense. But I feel like sometimes. It doesn't always come from a place of hate, though, I think. I think it's... Concern. Concern, right? Mm. And especially if they don't see the vision. Yep. So, like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, even my mum, me quitting, and my mum saying saying the stuff that she said, I didn't see my mum as a hater yeah. or see it as her... I could see the pessimism in it, but mm. I guess it came more from a place of concern mm. as opposed to I'm a, she's hating on me, she doesn't want me to succeed, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And in her head, it's just not going to work because she's not... And again, she's not coming from a place of experience or mm. or anything like that. But just from her vision and what she can see, yeah. she don't see it. Do you get what I mean? Two two things, yeah. Did you say you quitting? Has it, it like me quitting my nine to five. Oh, like, okay, I quit my nine sorry, to five okay. to pursue my thing full time. Okay. And for her, red flag. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Mm-hmm. When you quit to pursue it, yeah, did you see yourself in the future? Or was it just hoping? Vibes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what made you what made you do it then? Because I just got, I really hated my job. Mm. I really hated my job, and I became, I was so passionate about what I was doing, mm-hmm. and then I saved up hella money. So I was just like I had a contingency plan. So I was like, if all else fails, mm. but you believed it though. I had I had to to quit, of course. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like for me, it needed like. It must can work. <laughs> you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? I just mm-hmm. thought, come on. But if it didn't, I would have just gone back to work with my legs, my top between my legs and be like, <laughs> but yeah. 
Do you feel like individuals though? So so forget somebody on the outside projecting their um, opinions on you or whatever it may be. As an individual, do you feel like it's good to have a, a so-called healthy dose of pessimism though? Yeah, but again, I would I, I wouldn't the way that I live my life, I wouldn't call it pessimism. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? That's mm -hmm. what it is. I could be realistic. I could try something or go and do something and see to myself that clearly this ain't gonna work. Mm -hmm. That's not me being pessimistic. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? The exception never proves the rule. So if I manage to like, there's sometimes you can tell people they can't do something, they're not good at something, they're not gonna do that's whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. If you make it through dumb luck, mm -hmm. like you know what I'm trying to say, like that's what's that going to like? That don't mean that don't mean nothing. That don't mean anybody was wrong. Like you lucked up. You know what I'm mm -hmm. trying to say, like. But for the most part, you should know your capabilities and and whatnot, whatnot. So if I'm looking at something that I'm doing, and even like I said, even if you start off it, you try, and then you look at what's going on, you get me, mm -hmm. and then say to yourself. Yeah. This ain't it. Mm -hmm. That's not being pessimistic. Okay. In my opinion, anyway. Mm. Ben, how do you see it? Do you feel like you... It's healthy to have, like, a, a little something of pessimism there just to keep you balanced? Or do you, like, Mark, see it as... Not, it's not even pessimistic in that particular um, capacity. It's actually you, it being... This thought being um, a dose of realism. To be honest, with before I look to endeavour on anything, mm -hmm. I am... I'm a harshest critic, mm. right? I look to um, think of the worst okay. in order to find solutions mm. if that particular thing um, befalls me. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? But one thing I will not do is to to give up. Okay. Um, because once I've started, I already know, or in my head, I've already um, risk assessed everything. Yeah. Do you understand? So if if it's in me, it's because it's supposed to be in me. Mm. Do you understand? So I, I can't be convinced after the fact mm -hmm. I need to stop. Okay. I've really heard everything in my head already. Yeah, but being the person that you are and going through everything and being a realist, what happens when you come to that realization that the path that you're on is not necessarily attainable? I, I think there are different ways to achieve the same thing. Mm. So if I hit a, a wall, it's not that I'm going to turn back. I might turn back to then bust another route <laughs> past it, <laughs> you understand? But um, that's, that's, a lot of people call, have called me delusional. Mm. You understand? That's how I, I live with my head in the clouds. But it's not good to be delusional. It's because it's good. A lot it's of good people to, have called me delusional. It's good to said. dream. Okay, but go you're on not delusional. I, I, I don't think I'm delusional. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people have called me that because mm -hmm. for me, it's like, like, what, for me, fear is the biggest lie. Mm. Right? And fear comes at me from all different angles. We live in a, a world in which we are surrounded by people just naysaying, naysaying, naysaying. You can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do the next thing. Not because you can't, it's because they don't want you to move from where they are to. Mm. It's comfortable there and they want company. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? So, I'm not going to lose anything if I don't try it. That's true. I would never tell anybody to put a cap, a cap on their dreams, innit? You know what I'm mm -hmm. trying to say? Like, you, the, the, the sky needs to be the limit. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. Nope. But I would, sky for me is the beginning. The, mm. There you go. So, see, there you go. But I think people also need to be very much aware of their of their capabilities and their abilities. And one of the... It's something that I cringe... I can't... Something that really is tough for me to see is people who think that there's something 
they're not. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? It's tough for me to watch that. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, mm. like you know what I'm trying to say? Second hand embarrassment. Yeah, there's nothing wrong. I'm, like, be confident, be all of these things. I'm, I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. But some some people have real life delusions of grandeur. Delulu. Mm. Do you get what I'm trying to say? And they think, I don't know, because if you believe in the, the PMA thing, the positive mental attitude, maybe if you will it enough, it can happen. But nah, there's a lot of people that, there's people that, are saying group. things and thinking things and I'm looking and I'm paired with my realist attitude and <laughs> mindset and thinking damn but, but, what's, but what's your realist so am I pessimistic but what's, what's your I feel realist like I'm a good judge of character you know what I'm trying to say I feel like okay. I'm a good judge of character I feel like I'm a good judge of abilities I'm a mm. good judge of potential and all of these things innit? Mm. you know what I'm trying to say that so sometimes some, some people might have to see things in themselves that I don't see in them yeah. and obviously that's just still it's still a kind of opinion based mm-hmm. don't get me wrong but I've got a good track record of judging ability and potential and talent and all these yes, kind Simon of things. Yes, Simon Cowell. Yeah, no facts. <laughs> He's talent everything though. No, because we spoke about this with the hard work and all this that. So obviously, yeah, there's always a balance in it. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, I just think you need, to, I think it's good to know yourself. And mm. knowing yourself, yeah, mm-hmm. is not being pessimistic. Yeah. Knowing your shortfalls, knowing your strengths, your flaws, all of right. your flaws, all of these things. I don't yeah. think, and being able to identify them and even saying them out loud or whatever, I don't mm. think that's being pessimistic. Do, do you feel like, I guess, um, being pessimistic doesn't basically stop at the realisation of what's in front of you? What I mean by that is it's kind of like knowing um, the flaws, right? Mm. But then if you go ahead, to like, like Brent was saying, to find a solution, before those flaws expose itself, that's not mm. being pessimistic at all. No. But if you stopped at recognising the flaws and left it there, then that's pessimistic. That is pessimistic because you've got no optimism to think that you can change mm. or like what you're saying, yeah. find a workaround mm-hmm. or you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like, so yeah, if you just just identified your flaws and said, ah, oh, that's it, I'm done. Good. <laughs> 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 this is it's above me now. <laughs> <laughs> then that's definitely being pessimistic mm. because we all have flaws because as much yeah. as I try to change, I know, but I like, sometimes I don't like people can point them out to me or whatever, but yeah. I, I know I'm flawed. Mm-hmm. I know I'm a very flawed individual. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, mm-hmm. but I don't use, that's not where that's not where it's, it stops. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? I'm not focused on the flaws. I'm mindful of them and I'm aware of them so I know that I can put a foot wrong and mm-hmm. I can go wrong and also know that I can go to other people and draw on things mm-hmm. where I fall short mm-hmm. and whatnot and make it work and move forward. You know what I'm trying to say? But yeah, you can't just see the flaws and say, oh, that's it, oh, I'm cooked. That's it. Mm-hmm. That would definitely be pessimistic. I'm going to tap out. I said, <laughs> I'm <said>, lazy, bro. It's <laughs> annoying as heck. Ben, you mentioned something before, yeah, um, about how um, the pessimism will allow you to, to find solutions to things, right? So as you're on the journey, this time and the third, you fix certain things, right? And you know it's in you for a reason. But does that outlook ever prevent you from making the first step? You know what I'm saying? Because it, along the journey, it's like it helps you. You know what I'm saying? But does it ever stop you from making the first step and say, you know what, yeah, this is not for me. Let me not even try this particular thing. Not because it's too difficult, but it's not for me. Do you get where I'm coming from? Uh, yeah, but uh, I don't know. I, I like Mags said. I I'm not an idiot, mm-hmm. right? So I don't look to attempt to start things that have no business starting, right? Mm-hmm. I I don't look online and see other people doing things in different crafts and industries, and tell myself I want to start doing that, mm-hmm. right? Especially if it is, I don't have the skill set to do that. I don't. That's that's not where I anchor myself, right? Mm-hmm. So I have a level of um, understanding of what I can and can't do or achieve in the moment. Mm-hmm. Now, if I have a desire to get to a particular place and I don't have a skill set, I might look to find out 
how the best way to, to, to garner that particular skill set to get there, right? Yeah. That that is what I use as my my I guess first steps if I want to still go there. Um, but I'm fully aware of what what skill sets God has given me, and I've been that way since I was 16, mm. right? And I I anybody who knows me very closely, they would know what it is I feel I am good at because mm. I've, I've I've showed it I've shown it sorry I've actually lived doing it and even what I'm doing right now it's an evolution of what I started when we started the music mm. you understand I don't see that as anything different to it so I'm 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 one track minded in that regard I have no doubt that this was my purpose or one of my purposes at this particular um, um, uh, time mm. in my um, lived experience but I've I've also <laughs> been given this particular um, belief that life is nothing if not today. Mm-hmm. I, I've always had that resonating in my head, so I I would not look at a challenge and wither, wilt, mm-hmm. or or bow. I can't I can't cover like that, and I love that I see it as a strength. A lot of people might see it as you might run right into a pit or because you have no no sense of um, danger. I have a sense of danger, 100%. But I believe I want to run there. <laughs> God's going to do something miraculous. Maybe where the delusion lies. <laughs> it is spaghetti non-stop up, up, up top. I hope I answer your question, Emmanuel. I, mm-hmm. I can't. I can't stop. I can't stop because... I don't think I'm supposed to stop. Okay. Makes sense. I think so. I've stopped. <laughs> Look at I stopped making music and stuff like that. Yeah. That was a decision that I made for myself. Would people be saying I'm present? I don't like the things that I want to achieve for myself. Yeah. At one point I realized I'm not going to achieve I'm through music. And that's nothing to do with me having doubts of my talent. Because mm. I think I'm cold. You know what I'm trying to say? But it's just, just the way everything was. You know what I'm saying? Just the setup, looking at, look, like took took a step back and just looking at things. I'm saying, all right, cool. The things I want to do, I don't think I'm going to do them for music. Does that be me me being pessimistic? I don't think it's being pessimistic because maybe you kind of know that certain things are outside of your control. So remember, you're not making music for yourself. It's relying mm. on the industry. It's relying on people receiving and stuff, right? And the mm. type of music you may be doing and th- um, things of that nature. So maybe it's assessing, okay, cool. For me, for me to get to my destination, it's time for me to change the vehicle. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's wisdom. It's not, I, don't, I don't think it's, um, it's pessimism. You know what I'm saying? So, Question, Emmanuel. Do you think that Margs could resume music and be successful in said industry? Um, I think it's based on what Mars would consider success. And number two, it'll be based on him changing his mindset now. Because right now, you don't necessarily see yourself as making music and, and doing certain things. It's almost like, it's kind of like being a boxer, right? Where you know that you can't have certain thoughts in your head if you're a boxer. Like, you you must think win all the time. You know mm. what I'm saying? Yeah, you can think, okay, cool, this, this is some of my flaws, but you know I can tighten up here and there. But if you start to think there's a possibility you can lose, don't step in the ring because yeah. you might you might die. You know what I'm saying? And I think the mentality you had when you was rapping isn't the same mentality you have right now. No. 
know what I'm saying? So that would need to change, you know what I'm saying, in order for that to, to occur. Would one still need to want to achieve the goal? Yeah. Because I believe Marx when he says he's not interested in Exactly. What is that people wanted to start doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. so you can't you can't force a man yeah, can't. to now want to do the thing that you desire for him. Mm-hmm. So he's not going to deem any sort of um, any sort of advancement in music if he resumed as success mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you're definition of success has changed greatly mm-hmm. massively and i don't like I can't, the idea of me flipping doing the same things i was doing 20 years ago was disgusting to me mm. I, just the way i want to just the way i am i like evolving i like you get what i'm trying to say i like seeing new things i want to develop i want to i want to go through i don't even know what the you get what i'm trying to say yeah. mm-hmm. to be to feel like being stuck in, I, don't, I don't that's not me i don't that's not me Mm. That's, 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 it's, just, it's, just, it's just not me. How can I be doing the same thing I was doing when I was 17? I'm, I'm definitely not successful mm. then, mm-hmm. if, if that's the case, if I'm still trying. Like, if I was at the top of my game and earning and investing in the that's different. That's just longevity in a in a craft. That's kind of different, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But I'm not in that space, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? So for me to still be chasing that thing and it's been, I'm like, what are you talking about? Mm. What, are you, what the hell am I doing there? That's just the way I think, though. And it's so interesting because we have examples of rappers who, I guess, are kind of still rapping at a quote-unquote um, societally perceived old age mm. for rapping. And then you have other examples of rappers who have gone on to other things that have nothing to do with rapping but are widely successful. Mm. Like, look at um, Nas and his exploits. Now, he comes back now and again and says, okay, I still have it, just in case you understand. But he's done so much more. Look at 50. Yeah. He, he, yes, he can still rap. But he's like, what? That was when I was young. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did this so I can get to this. You're not going to have me limiting myself as I get older, knowing full well that I'm, I can't be swimming in that same ocean anymore. Yeah. And you not see me as relevant. I am one of the most relevant people going right now. And I'm, on, I'm now going into an industry where you can live up to what, 90 and still have that particular um, accolade or, or credit um, put to your name. That's what it is. And it's just don't, that it's, it's a longevity thing. You don't want to pigeonhole yourself or put yourself in a box or cap your your ambitions. You get what I'm trying to say? Like, I need to be able to go and do anything and go anywhere. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? And there was bare people that came up at the same time as man rapping and had similar platforms or whatever hasn't found a way to transition out of that. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? And if I see man still rapping and trying it, then it's not that, again, it's not about being a certain age and still rapping because there's certain men that are a certain age and they're still rapping, but it's because they're, that's just longevity in a career. You know what I'm trying to say? They're where they need to be. They're st- still striving and still doing whatever and it and it looks different. You know what I'm trying to say? That to, but to still be trying, obviously this is a young man's game as well. You know what I'm trying to say? So to still be here and still trying doesn't make sense for me. Like, but obviously, taking my platform and transitioning into into content, and then using that to do all different things to create, to present, to whatnot, whatnot, and still be relevant in the same circles, in the same fields, that make perfect sense to me. Mm. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So I didn't see it as me being pessimistic. Yeah, yeah. Mm. 
I was actually being optimistic. Yeah. Gina, we've we've spoken certain times like about like where you see yourself going, right? Mm -hmm. But obviously I, I believe that changes when it is um certain things that you try and then see how it excels madly. It adjusts the fair level or the apprehensive nature that you have approaching a particular thing. At this stage right now, where people could be looking in and seeing your successes and think that you are thinking about world domination, mm. right? Is that true? No, you know that it's not. No, no, but <laughs> no, why, yeah. why isn't it true? Do you know this whole conversation, the reason why I said this is my bag is because, like I said, like, I think I'm quite a pessimistic person, but I don't put that onto others. It's more about myself, if that makes sense. So I've had several conversations with you about others, about different things, right? And you always be like, the things I'm gravitating towards is the negative stuff. And the negative stuff's not the majority, it's the minority. But naturally, my brain is going mm. towards there because that's just how I am. Do you get what I mean? And it could be 10% out of the 90, mm. but the 10% is what I'm focusing on. Mm. So if I do something and I'm reviewing it, it can be like, oh, you know, it was a success. But naturally, I'm not gravitating towards the success. I'm going straight to the things that could have been done better. Mm -hmm. And and it, it does dampen the moods. Do you get what I mean? And mm -hmm. the people around me are like, why are you like this? But that's just how I've always been. I just naturally am that way inclined. Even with like dating, I'm very pessimistic. You don't know, I'm mm. pessimistic about dating, right? And I talk about it, but it's like, I'm not putting that onto anybody else though. And I'm not saying that you should, like how I think is how you should think, or I'm not trying to put that onto you. Like if... I'm pessimistic about a date and my friend comes to me about a guy. I'm not going to take my mm. pessimism and put that onto mm -hmm. her or put that into her mind. Do you get what I mean? Mm. It's, it's I reserve it for myself. Mm. You could just take that and just use it as a craft, for, as that, as you're aiming for perfection. You know what I'm trying to say? And just use it so even the pessimistic side doesn't have to be a negative thing. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? I think with my career, it is more, it's more but that. But even with your career, even when you're saying like with your successes and then the next day you're just um, jumping onto what you could have done better. Yeah. My advice to you would be that don't just talk about it, be about it. You know what I'm trying to say? That like, don't moan if that's what you wanted. If that's how you really feel, because there's nothing stopping you. Next time, do this, do it. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Next yeah. time, do it, and that's what just just striving towards being the best version of yourself that you can be. You know what I'm trying to say? So if you're setting them standards for yourself and you're holding them to, and that's the standards that you're holding yourself to, it's always going to be a positive at the end of the day. Fair enough. I see both of you all as like cheat codes, right? Because at this stage in your your lives i can see you all walking into any um elevation of um your craft and it just taking right because of what you've built prior to that right and it's so weird sometimes how these two people sat on this this couch you have different outlooks right like it's crazy to me sometimes when i'm talking to you and there's just doubt. It's just this doubt. It's crazy. And it's crazy to me that you fully believe that you are going to be the waviest thing in 30 years' time. But it was a point in time when it, you never thought you'd even live to, to this age. Mm. Do you understand? So your outlook has changed drastically. And it's so beautiful to watch. And you guys are here. You're actually here. I could touch you all. And you're not touching each other as well. <laughs> it's you crazy. Have to, you have to, it's right. crazy. <laughs> Esther. That's my yin and right? yang. Literally. Esther, it's so beautiful for me to see you when it is that you first 
um, came into contact with me. Oh yeah. And to now see you chilling here now, knowing for well that I am, I'm in the grassroots of somebody who was going to be such a titan in whatever industry you've decided that you're going to be. I know sometimes you're saying, uh, I, I don't know, um, I don't like when it is that you talk about me being famous, this and next. It's going to be a portion, 24-7. It's going to be a portion. Buckle up, girl. Girl. <laughs> Get in, loser. We're going shopping. <laughs> but I, I love... Ready to go, girl. <laughs> I love how I actually believe that you, your, your empathy is not going to change. It might even grow. Right, and I, and I think it's a great thing that as you get more star light, mm -hmm. as you get more bright, as you begin to shine um, feverish, fever feverishly um, wild, mm. it's still going to come with a whole bunch of I want to be kind, I want to do uh, well for people, even to mm -hmm. the detriment yeah. of whilst you're in the room cooking. Do you understand? You're still going to be <laughs> rattled up in your emotions and this, that, and the next. And yeah. all three of y'all, I'm even going to talk about Imaya because Imaya pisses me off, right? <laughs> <laughs> all three of y'all are in the same room creating this thing from grassroots, as you said, from, mm -hmm. from, the, from the jump, from, from, from ground level. And in your mind, this is going to be one of the biggest things ever to benefit not just the UK, but the world. Mm -hmm. and, I, and every one of y'all actually believe that. Yeah. And y'all have brought such, such dope skills to the table and you'll continue to come here and I'm just humbled by it. I don't think you're deep. I don't think you're deep. I don't think you're deep. How grateful I am for all of y'all. Like I said, I'm talking about Emmanuel. How grateful I am for y'all to keep coming here time and time again and, and sharing the wisdom. Like just now when you did a back and forth, I'm like, mm. this is clip worthy because two titans are mm. there chopping it up, politicking. This is really good. Politicking. And both of y'all are flipping. <laughs> you're there. You're, sit in it. you're there. And you're, you're, you're still like, yeah, I can still, I can still learn. Yeah. I can mm. still learn. And I don't even think it's because it's Mark that's seen it. You would hear Esther yeah. saying it. You'd hear Imara say it. you hear me saying it. you hear anybody coming in and saying, ah, this is how I basically um, approach this. Yeah. This might be beneficial to you. Be like, okay, let me try this. Mm. And I love the fact that you're open to soaking things in, mm -hmm. even though people are looking at you and thinking, bloody hell, you guys have already made it. You These guys are just Jean, honey. Yeah. <sighs> Fitness queen. You guys love me. <laughs> you guys are lovely, man. Wow. Oh, this is a lovely wholesome. I, I need a bucket to vomit in because. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, tears. Let's go. Tears. <laughs> she no, said vomit in. I knew she was going to say vomit. No, literally. <laughs> you, you said deserve each other. I was definitely thinking tears. Exactly. <laughs> oh, God, I was so sweet. Gonna no, tissues out. Sorry, well, man. Pessimism. There's no point in ending on the pessimism because that sounded no, very optimistic that. and beautiful. It was, it was nice, though. That was came from the saying. heart. I appreciate yeah. you. Brent. So even talking about pessimism amongst people who are not pessimistic can be a beautiful mm, and right. awesome thing. You know what I'm saying? Reverse that shit. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. I think we can end it there. That was a good topic of the day, man. Big up TDA, man. 400 episodes deep. Mm -hmm. Thousand more to go. Plus. A thousand plus to go. Yes. Well, to be fair, you will actually like... never get rid of us. <laughs> <laughs> you never get rid of us. <laughs> and I love that for us. But right, let's get into our next headlines. All right, people. So, trigger warning here. 
um, an Israeli woman's rights campaigner and lawyer has said that Hamas had a premeditated plan to use sexual violence as a weapon of war. So Professor Ruth Halperin Kadari has said that she saw footage of women in several locations whose condition left her in no doubt that they had been raped. There's been anger over the delay of some UN bodies to acknowledge claims of Hamas's sexual atrocities on the 7th of October. Israel has been exploring evidence of sexual crimes during the attacks. Israeli police said that they have so far gathered more than 1,500 testimonies from witnesses and medics. Hamas has denied the group carried out sexual violence during the 7th of October attacks. Pictures and live footage streamed by the militants point to the gruesome nature of the attacks at the Supernova Festival. A range of violence from gang rape to sexual mutilation of, mu of murdered victims are being investigated by police. There's a lot more... Um, information about this if you guys i guess are interested in seeing it but it's a lot of horrible gruesome Dark stuff job. man yeah that's crazy man. so i don't want to read it um next headline and the uk government has introduced measures it promised would deliver the biggest ever cut in net migration after levels soared to a record high so the home secretary james cleverly announced a five-point plan to curb immigration which he said was far too high the changes included hiking the minimum salary needed for skilled overseas workers from 26,200 to 38,700. I'm going to talk about that in um, People's Journal. Uh, Mr. Cleverly also claimed that 300,000 people who were eligible to come to the UK last year would not be able to in the future. The minimum income for family visas has also risen to 38,700. And in a statement to MPs, the Home Secretary said migration to the UK needs to come down and there, has, and there had been abuse of the health and care visas for years. He also said enough is enough. Immigration policy must be fair, must be legal, and it must be sustainable. The migration plan comes after official figures last month showed net migration had soared to a record 745,000 in 2022. And the last headline, uh, the UK government has narrowly lost a vote on a plan to set up a compensation scheme for the victims of the NHS infected blood scandal. MPs, including 22 Tory um, MPs, um, voted to back an amendment to the Victims and Prisoners Bill. It requires the ministers to establish a body to administer the compensation scheme for infected blood vi victims when the bill becomes law. MPs chaired when the proposal by Labour MP Dame Diana Johnson was approved. It's the first defeat in the House of Commons on a whipped vote since the last general election in 2019. The legislation passed by 246 votes to 242, so it's real, quite very close, right, has cleared the um, House of Commons, but it also needs to be approved by the House of Lords before becoming law. Justice Minister Edgar, pardon me, Edward Ed Argar said that the government would try to amend the bill in the Lords to clarify when the body to provide compensation to infected blood victims would be delivered. The government has said that there is a moral case for compensating victims of the scandal. It's agreed to make the first interim payments of £100,000 each to 4,000 surviving victims and bereaved partners. However, it said that it wanted to wait for the infected blood inquiry to conclude before setting up a full scheme. And that's it for the headlines. Time to pay the bills. Let me just read the mm. results of the last two polls. Okay. Uh, last one is, is pessimism ever a good thing? 53% uh, say depends on the situation. 28% say no, it hinders progress. 17% uh, say yes, prepare for the setbacks. And before that one, uh, what would you choose? Earn 500k and colleagues earn 250k. 59% say that's what they want to choose. And earn 500k and colleagues earn a million. And 40% say that's what they want to choose. Thank you very much, my AI. 
Thank you, Brent AI. Let's get into Word and Road. Here today, Gina Clinton. The last one, we need to get stuck for it anyway. Get there in a second. So, not much for me today. Um, just very quickly, quick stuff. So, um, do you guys remember when do you you know you guys know C murder, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, guys in her. jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. And then Kim Kardashian. I think Kim Kardashian was trying to help his case out. Or like, oh, was it is it Lala? Because Lala's on philanthropy work as well at the moment. But anyway, so Monica, as a new Monica mm-hmm. singer. Was going out with him, but well, not going out with him. Is that what you call it if your man is in jail for life? Yeah, man, she was dating. She was dating him. Her, is it dating? It was her man. It was her man. It was her man. Dating, going out, they involve activities outside that they can't do. Anyway, it's quite a long story short. Can I, can I, sorry, sorry to cut you. Yeah. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. If, if a woman like Monica yeah, yeah. decides, because remember, I mean, they may have known, known each other on the outside, didn't they? I think they did. They did, they did yeah. yeah. But they didn't start dating on the outside. No, no. she started dating him when he was inside. All right. Yeah. So what is she seeing? Okay. You know what? And that's the question to ask, because I don't have the answer. Especially when the, when it's like a life sentence. I don't have, because I'm not, I'm pessimistic as shit. <laughs> <laughs> if you've been served life. And optimism, Gina. Over to you. No, I think, sorry. <laughs> Look, I don't know you have something to say. So, for maybe you, you got the answers. You know what? No, you're sitting up. <laughs> you see the thinnest. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> no, I cannot. I can't even. You know what? And like in all my, I show you my, I show your dads. <laughs> I can't even. I can't it's even. It's above me. I. I'm down bad, but not that down it's bad. It's above me. To start dating someone in jail. Who's in jail. Life. In jail. That, like if it's, it's a pen pal thing. Maybe it's a thing where you know what, yeah. Obviously, they knew each other outside before he went inside. Um, but how do you... Is he Masterpiece brother? Yeah. 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 So he's been there for time, no? But how do yeah. you start talking? Yeah. He's been there the for outside. A, a minute. We know the outside, yeah. Like, a guy can move to me or be my DMs or whatever. Maybe he was in the DMs. Yeah, but they have social media in jail. Yeah, maybe he was in the DMs. But at them times when he was in jail, they ain't had no social media. No, this was a recent phenomenon. (laughs) No, but it's not like they started going. He's been in there for a minute, I'm sure. He's been there for years. And it'd be like, what? Late night? Exactly. But, and also, sorry, is life, is his life sentence in America? Like, you know how... It's life. Life is life. Life is life. Life. Oh, as in he never seen the light of day? Life. Oh, see, this is what I'm saying. So that's why Kim Kardashian trying to take up the... Finger. They're trying to say that his case is not all black and white and there's discrepancies and there's this and that. Anyway, let me, I say all of this to say, yeah. I saw. Monica has a new man. Monica has a new man, yeah. Mm. And obviously she posted, it was her birthday the other day. He posted her, posted her up and um, she said, thank you, my love. You've treated me like every day was my birthday. Tagged him in. Good looking man and whatnot. And then people said hello, hi. Because <laughs> she was also at some some event with Nelly and I said, I'm going to get to them matter in a minute. Today, <laughs> I'll get to that in a minute. Anyways, so um, someone also said about she was at at an event for Nelly and um, Ashanti's black ball, whatever, black and white ball, whatever, what, whatnot. And she was there with her man. So someone commented, Anthony, where's the murder at? And she said, Oh my gosh, yeah, I haven't said his name jokes. in two years. Can y'all follow my lead like y'all did when I brought him up? One mm-hmm. band, one sound. That's what killed me. But you know what got me? Yeah, what even got me worse than that is that no matter you would. There is no limitations on where is you will chop breakfast. She goes on to explain why it is that she stopped saying his name, right? She said, well, here it is in short. 
I got my heart broken again, and that's okay. I learned yet another valuable lesson. I went through it, got over it. Now I can laugh about it. Life continues. I feel great that through it, he has represent he has representation to one day be free. Let's move forward. Now, the thing with that though, yeah, Esther, please, is, Gina is <laughs> it's interesting because I'm gonna be honest, and I no, you know what? Let me not, man. Now, four hundred episodes. Let's do it. No, because I'm thinking like. Would I even take that? Would I take it serious? No, I wouldn't take it serious to chop breakfast. Like what? He's got other girls that. Do you want to be heartbroken? To and, that, and, that, and that they're coming to visit him. Do you want to be heartbroken by a man that's facing life in jail? Mm. What does that even look like? That's mm. the worst type of heartbreak, in my opinion. Mm. That's and, an L and, and a half. And you're, and you're extremely of age to know better. Ah, Omar, you're you married before. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, because Monica's been going through it, man. When sis was singing Angel of Mine, she was like thirteen. She's <laughs> so you see, okay, you see Monica and Keisha Cole. The mm. girls. To be fair, Monica's coming in December. If anyone can hook me up a ticket, that'd be great. <laughs> Thank you very much. Does <clears throat> does your heart break differently if you find out that the man is now loving another man? Mm? You know, I spoke about. I literally spoke about this yesterday. You know. Yes. And um, I was saying how it's it's weird, yeah, because I do feel like I don't think so. Do you know? Okay, so. Hear me out, yeah. So in my brain, if you, if I find out my partner is gay or has cheated on me with another man, you're you're gay or you're bi, whatever it is, right? I was never going to be able to fulfill that need, right? Like it's important. I was never going to. I don't have a penis. I'm not a man. I'm not going to be able to fulfill that need. So I feel like, it, in terms of the internalization and the comparison that I tend to do, it won't be there as much. And I'll have a bit of peace in that sense, right? I'll, it it can't really be me because I can't fulfill that need, as a as a, as in comparison to a woman, who I probably would. Do you know what I mean? That's how I deal with it. In my brain. Yeah, you see, my brain. I don't like being used. I don't like being used. So for me, and I also I don't like like my I really don't like being lied to. Like I can't explain to people what being lied to where it breaks my trust in you, does to me. And that's what that is. Love whatever you want to love, whatever in it. But I just think that if you know, if you've always known, because when I'm with people as well, because I don't date lightly and stuff. So if I'm with somebody, it's because I want, I see a future with you. So while I've been here planning our future, you've been planning your future with Jeremy. And you didn't think to bring me in on the information. That's deep, man. Personally, I feel like that's worse for me to move on from. All right. So the heartbreak would last longer then for you? I thought it would have been easier to get over the heartbreak if you find out that. Mm. No, because heartbreak is heartbreak, isn't it? Okay. Heartbreak is heartbreak, and it will take whatever, however it's gonna take. I don't think I don't think it's necessarily a thing where it's gonna be longer, or whatever. Yeah. I just think at the when I deal with it, it will feel deeper, because it's like damn, like I really was planning our future, and you knew from the jump that you, I was never your future. That's what would hurt, because what a waste of my time. Do you know what I think? No, I think. I would feel that regardless of whether it was a man or woman anyway. Yeah. And I get what you mean by it because if your preference is men, we was never going to go down yeah. this road. But I feel like regardless of whether it's man or woman, I'm still going to feel lied to. I'm still going to feel cheated. Yeah. I'm still going to feel done hard by. And it's always going to be the case of, I was planning a future and clearly you had other plans. Mm. But he's not going anywhere. He's locked up, isn't it? So proximity. Oh, see, he's the whole time. Yes. 
You could be with the prison guard. You know how many? Do you know how many? Do you know how many oh my gosh! Do you know how many women in prison that work in prisons mm. um, date men? You know, yeah, and they help yeah. them escape. Do you remember that, that silly one from years ago? Do you know? Mm. I had a whole ass husband. Yeah. Do you know what's funny? <laughs> yeah. I have to put the story that he's gay instead. I like that story. I bet you do. It's more interesting. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Anyways, right. Say what I say that there's no way that you can't just chop breakfast. Stay woke, men and women. They get everybody out here. Stay woke. Um. I didn't give me like that. P murder. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> it's an idiot. You're so dumb. All right. Um, Nella Rose is the second out of the jungle, man. She has come out of the jungle now. Um, big up Nella Rose for running the British public entertainment for what, two weeks now? Was she any good on there? I think Nella was great on there. Because sis was getting voted to do all these damn challenges, but she's she's actually she's stronger than she thinks, you know. And I hope she I hope this experience taught her that, because with all the um, challenges and stuff she was doing, she faced her fears. It's got on like no creepy crawlies, no nothing. But she would be literally laying in a thing with bugs, cockroaches, rats, and all that kind of crap. Oh, girl, for real. So was she the second person to come out of there? Yeah, second person to come out. I'll be hurt. No, she's third yeah. person because one of them quit. Jamie Lynn and Britney Spears' sister quit. Mm. And then someone was voted out the other day and the public vote got them out. And then so she's the technically the public vote, the third person to come out. So how many people's left? I don't know. Okay. So essentially they're gonna be a drop in views, or if you're oh, seeing that there's gonna be a rise. Hundred percent. I think they're gonna drop views. But then again, we're only three percent in it, so. So yeah, maybe. But I, but I big up Nella man. I know that she wanted to, you know, she talked about wanting to do it because fears and all that kind of stuff and mm. I think she would have grown and stuff like that and I just hope she's coming back she's got good management apparently like one of the best apparently so which is sick so opportunities wise she'd be great and I just hope that she don't see all the foolishness man I don't know man I'm just sending her love and like so you hope she don't see all the foolishness yeah man how's not, not gonna, the totality how, of the foolishness how's she gonna miss it nah that's what I'm saying you know so what? not the full not the full yeah, foolishness man. I just hope that when Sick she comes out she has one a very strong support system yes. and also she gets not counselling but because yeah. these lot are... She Is she going to need it, though? It's after the fact. No, because these are rife, man. Yeah, but if no, you're, when no, you're being bombarded in the moment, it feels so different to come back saying, oh, this is what they said about you. No, but you know what it is? No, but you know what it is? Sorry, sorry, Gina. People know that when they're leaving the comments and stuff, she wasn't there. So now that she's back, they want... Because you know what it is? Trolls are crazy people. So now they want her to see the comments. Yeah. So now they, I feel like they're gonna, they might even try to go harder because they know that her account was being managed when she was in there. Mm. Now that they know she's going to have her account back, they're going to want her to see stuff. And because now her audience is different, so her reach now is crazy. So now she could just post that she wants to have coffee. I, I'm not even like, thinking you having that. I feel like every post now, everything it's that different. she puts out, yeah, there's gonna be people in the comments chatting shit differently. Mm-hmm. Like, did you not see how Moonpig made a card about her? Yeah, we talked about mm-hmm. it. Right, yeah. Like Moonpig. That's disgusting. So for like, nah. Like that, her, that, her brand is it, her reach is different now. It shows the level. So I feel like anything that has her name mentioned or her picture there yeah. or anything to do with her, they are going to find a way to come yeah. and comment and say stuff because that's just how weirdos yeah. are. So I feel like that's how trolls are. Trolls yeah. don't take a day off. Like when they're on, their foot is on the accelerator. They're never taking off. They're literally to to their own demise. But anyways, she's got good friends though, to be fair. Her friends did like Mimi and a few of her other friends did like a whole um thing for like Vote Nella video. It was really, really sweet. Cool. Really, really cute. Um, so she's got she's definitely got a good support system. And obviously she's got the boys as well, young feeling in them as well, and they always support. So big up Nella Rose. And I look 
forward to seeing all the amazing things that she she does. Right, this next one. So allegedly, right, it's been reported that Nelly and Ashanti are expecting the first child together. Why are you upset about this, sister? I'm. I will tell you why I'm upset, Gina. I will tell you why I'm upset. Okay. It's many many reasons why. Firstly, right. So at this same white ball and black and white ball that they were at, where they caught up that Monica was with a different man is where they were on stage or something. I think he was making a speech or something. And then he kind of rubbed her belly. And then she rubbed the belly where they were like laughing about it and like kind of just... Mm. Kick, I mean, they've been laughing a lot since they go back together, which I love. Mm. Love is love. Love is sweet. Where to Davido? When it enters, it's even sweeter. But forget all of that stuff. So they're laughing. We weren't sure whether it was a joke or not. Then some source came and spoke to some article and whatnot and said, yes, they are... The source confirmed it, but I don't know if it's true or not, whatever it is. So I have this thing, I'm, and this is why I'm a, it's a tricky position for me to be in because okay. I don't I don't believe in womb watching. I don't think it's I don't think it's a nice thing to do. Also, if someone's pregnant and stuff like that, I don't believe in projecting my personal thoughts and like, oh, that's a bad decision or that's a good decision. I don't believe in putting that energy out there. However, with this situation, just being word on road episode four hundred, I'm just here now, so I'm gonna sit in it, right? I just feel as though yeah. So everyone knows Nelly and Ashanti's story. They were growing up back in the day. Well, he weren't taking her seriously, was on radio denying whether that like, they were together and whatnot. Whatever, whatever. He's moved on with his life, been with other women, he's got hella kids. Now I do hear he's thinking of his sister's kids as well, adopted them because something happens to his daughter. That's very beautiful. Kudos to him for that. Those kids apart, he's obviously got baby mothers and whatnot. I think two I think he's got two kids, or maybe one, maybe one he's baby got, mother. I think he's got one baby mother. Maybe one, yeah. Yeah, baby mother's in the picture either way, right? He's gone and lived his life. Ashanti's been working, obviously. Her mum being her manager. Auntie does not play. Mm. She's, she's she's looking fantastic and doing whatever she's doing. Cool, cool, cool. They've rekindled now. So this is my thing, right? This, this is why I said there's a few things I've got to cover. I have an issue with somebody not taking me seriously. We break up. They go forth and sow the wild oats and whatnot. And then come back. And then it's like, okay, not in a rude way, but like, I have to deal with your scraps. Like, I have to... Like, I have to deal with... Like, you come to me after the fact. I don't... For my my personal ego and stuff, and it's an egotistical thing, I don't like that. I don't like the fact that you did not take me seriously the first time. You've gone away, wanted the land, and up and down, whatever, whatever. Then you come back to me like I'm some plan B. I don't like being a contingency... It's contingency plan. Does that. Also, we've... Wait, and I feel like... let me... Let me... Let's back on let's, Okay, let's okay. do it. So... I see what you're saying, yeah. but it's definitely from a place of ego, especially oh, because that might be who she's always wanted. That's fair. So if that's who she's wanted and secretly she wished that it actually worked out, yeah. she's got what she wanted. Absolutely. Number two, he also, she also could have gone and so soaked her oats. Absolutely. She chose not to. 100%. So it's like, we can't really be mad at him for going on and having kids yeah. and being in other relationships because yeah. she was in other relationships. She just wasn't public about it. Absolutely. You know yeah. I mean? so I'm, not, yeah. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, Ashanti hasn't dated anybody since she was with me. No, no, she definitely has. She got me. And I don't know her reason for not having children either. Yeah. So I can't really talk on it. So I don't think it's a, a case of I'm a plan B because I de- definitely do believe that, like, if it's meant to be, it will be. And it will come out full circle. Yeah, that's true. And it can be a beautiful thing, especially if. Like, because there's loads of things that you have to take into consideration. Yeah. Like age, context, where you're at in your life. Like, who yeah. he was, 
however many years ago. What he's definitely going to be like older, ago? yeah. Compared to now, he's going to be two completely different people. So Absolutely. she's going to get a different version of him. And maybe this is the version that she, sh- like, As she, you know I mean? she should have she should have had back then, but he was too young. He was yeah. at the prime of his, what's he doing now? He's not at the prime of his career. I hear you, but my second thing is that like, I feel like if you're going to come back to me, because again, I, I'm aware that I'm projecting how I see relationships. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm not, I'm not necessarily coming at them. I'm looking at their situation from my lens and how it is that I see these things. So that's where the whole ego thing and the whole plan mm. B thing comes into it. I think as well, if you're going to spin the block on me and come back to me, you got to take me more seriously than you ever did the first time. So I'm not trying to be pregnant as a baby mother, number two, <laughs> and there's no ring on my finger. Again, I don't know whether she wants to get married. I don't know. I don't, do you know what I mean? I don't know whether that's her goal. But for me, this is what I'm projecting on their situation. Mm. You can't, a guy can't come back to me and come back to me not being ten toes, like both feet in, ten toes deep, like the full force of your love slapping me up and down because I'm like, oh my gosh, he's so obsessed with me. That's the kind of energy I'm kind of wanting. So if they are if they are pregnant, congratulations to them and stuff like that. I mean, to be fair, Ashanti is a smart woman anyway. She's got good head on her shoulders. And you're right in that, is that the version you get of somebody after the fact will always be a better version, especially if you're someone who, like I always say that I don't necessarily, I'm not necessarily for backsies, as in like going back to an ex or whatever. However, if you are going to come back to me, that's because you've evolved, you've worked on yourself and you're not giving me the same person you gave me because I'm not the same person you dated mm-hmm. however however long ago that was. You would have had to evolve. So I'm sure, you know, that she would have made that as well. And they're both really, really happy. Like both of them have been smiling and happy since they rekindled their love. I just think that if it is a case where she wants marriage, I hope she gets that soon. Mm. And I pray, because I really like Ashanti, I pray that this is a situation where this is the love that she's always wanted and this is their forever story and it doesn't end up in her being a uh, um, single mother or like a baby mother. Because she says, Ashanti is, like, I love the way she's packaged her her career in that she hasn't been involved with mess. The only mess she was involved with is that, um, that Agbaya man. Oh, What's his name again? Irv, when he was, do you mean when he when he should be married and whatnot? And that was the only time we ever heard of any of her business. Mm. Other than that, sisters kept a tight lid on stuff and minded her business and whatever, whatever else. So, I do pray that this is that situation for her where it will be the happy ending mm. she wants. So there's a comment on there. What does that say? I'm not even gonna lie. I agree with Esther. Yeah, I, but again, I'm aware that I'm projecting how I see and how I look and how I deal mm-hmm. with relationships. And I know that's not facts because that's not, that might not be her story. Mm. But whatever the case is anyway, I was, I'm here for, I'm always here for rekindled love because I reported when they got back together. I was here for it. Um, I do hope that it's what she wants. It's what they both want, if that makes sense. And to be fair, he hasn't been denying her this time. First time around, he was denying her up and down. There's all the streets of New York. But this time, he is happily showing her off and stuff. It's, it's beautiful, man. Love, love. All that being said. <laughs> so... All the best all parties involved, as I always say. But that is it for me. Let's get into the People's Journal. As someone who's been taken back enough time, sometimes you got to do a part to grow together. It weren't their time first time around. They're both ready now. Let them be. That's his back Absolutely. Ed. Who said that? Ed. You know, I hear it. Absolutely. One of the stories you can always get your gun back, man. We love it. We can do love. You just got to have it involved. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, my big Ashanti man. I've got all the time in the world for Ashanti. You'll be surprised when we're both in our forties, just chilling. Man, man, you say it's impossible. Impossible. What? What? Many people be snapping you up. Snapping me up. Snapping you up and be better than Mags as well. Oh wow. Amen. Mags, you're gonna have that. Amen. Are you going to have that? Amen. Jenna's always saying, Can you imagine? Amen, amen, amen. No, no, no. I'm going to have to like you this is. Can you imagine? Then pray for her. She's just like, Amen. Mark, what's your thoughts? My man, my man, my man. You don't love it though, man. Clearly. You love it. It's too funny, man. This show is hilarious. The great Shauna. Has his <laughs> <first CD> <laughs> <laughs> so you can't clip that up. Can't. Shame. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be scandal. We're getting 10 thousand. Oh! <laughs> 10 thousand. Do you know what's killing me? Do you know what's killing me? <laughs> we blow though. I'm, no, but do you know what's mine? I'm putting it on when I'm First of all, in house when I'm ready. It's double people when I'm ready. I'm going to look you dead in the eyes as, as I read it as well. That would be <laughs> such a rattler. Jesus. That would be too funny. That would be hilarious. All right, people. So, <laughs> welcome to the People's Journal. I give the news from an economics point of view. So, we kind of touched on this um, briefly in the headlines, yeah. And this is about the new five-point plan to cut immigration that's been announced by the Tory government. Yeah. So, I just wanted to go into the into the the five points. So, the first point basically is to deal with health and care visas. So, they're pretty much saying that there's been abuse of these particular visas, and because of that. Um, <laughs> They're basically saying that over ca overseas care workers will not be able to bring family dependents. So dependent is defined by the government, right? As any, um, as a husband or wife, a civil partner, unmarried partner, mm -hmm. and children under the age of 18. So if you're uh, applying, trying to come through to the country, pardon me, yeah. via the health and care visa route, yeah, you ain't going to be allowed to bring no family dependents. Damn. Yeah, so they've, they've stopped that. Skilled workers um, visa, there's, there's basically been a change to the minimum salary there, right? So like I said in the headlines as well, the threshold for the application is now going to be rising 50%. So it used to be £26,200. That's now going up to £38,700. That's the minimum, right? Also, um, the government wants to scrap the, the cut price shortage labour from overseas. So basically, I think it was like maybe two weeks ago, we had a topic of the day loosely based on this where we were talking about how in the health and social care industry, there's a 20% visa, sorry, there's a 20% discount applied to the minimum salary, which enables certain companies to, to, to get overseas workers because they're getting it for cheaper, right? Mm -hmm. And this is being subsidized by the government and to incentivize, you know, the cheap, cheap labor and whatnot. Um, yeah, they're, they're stopping that basically. They're putting it into that 20% discount applied to that minimum salary. Also family visas. So the minimum threshold now for a family visa will also be raised to 38,700 pounds. And what they're saying is this is to ensure that people only bring dependents that they can actually support financially. So if you're coming in with 26 K, we know that, um, not coming in, but you, like you're getting a particular job that's 26,000 pounds, for example, mm -hmm. and we know you've got four kids. We know you can't support these, these children. Yeah. So therefore, we're not gonna allow you here. So the minimum is 38,700 okay. if you're coming via the family visa route. And the last um, thing, last change, pardon me, is the student visas. Um, they already mentioned early this year about how there's going to be a tightening um, around uh, bringing in family members on a, on a student visa. 
But um, what they're saying is they're, they're still going to review this particular graduate route. And what they say, uh, the reason is, is, is to prevent abuse and protect the integrity and quality of a UK higher education. So those are the five areas where there's going to be a change in order to bring down migration in the country. Um, next thing I wanted to mention is, you know, obviously you guys will pay your, uh, what do you call it, TV license, right? Of course. Of course. First thing you know I what I'm saying? <laughs> well, there's going to be an increase. And but it'll be the last thing I pay. <laughs> <laughs> and people have been speaking out about it, man. Um, namely, Rishi Sunak. Rishi Sunak's like, yo, guys, you need to cut your, you know what I mean, your, your, your cloth appropriately. And he's basically saying, if you want to increase it, okay, but be sensible about how First much you want to increase it. Where was you know he when Sadiq Khan is trying to charge four pounds <laughs> for the black water? No, that's what he needs to focus on. There's certain things he can't do, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, what kind of leader is that? Sadiq's in, in charge of London. You know what I'm saying? What kind of leader? Imagine being the Prime Minister of the country and you're telling me Sadiq Khan is in charge of London. Yeah, otherwise it sets a, a bad precedent. Like uh, they, certain no. people are allowed to have certain powers. No, my watch. I mean? That's the first thing I'm doing. As Prime Minister, that's the first thing I'm doing. <laughs> to be fair, he's, he's probably just allowing... Mm. Imagine he's allowing it to make Labour look bad. You need to get a Tory... If you don't watch it. live TV events or use the on-demand thing, then you don't need the um, TV licence. Yeah, yep. basically. That's true. That's true. You just watch Netflix. You're right, babes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but some people, obviously... There's always, there's always ways where people... Somehow watching it, you know what I'm saying? Like BBC On Demand or whatever it's called. Well, not anymore. Dele Rose is out now, so forget that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, the license fee has been frozen for the last two years at £159, right? But what they're saying is um, it's due to rise in April in line with inflation. So it's currently expected to increase to £173.30 a year. So the cultural secretary, Lucy Fraser, she spoke about it. She basically said, come on, guys. This is, this is a bit too much. You know what I'm saying? And obviously, like I said, Rishi Sunak said, similar type of thing. And yeah, so we don't know how much it's going to be, but they do want to increase it with inflation. Um, next thing I wanted to mention is Rishi Sunak has kind of suggested that there's going to be more tax cuts. I think, um, what's, what's his name? Jamie Hunt kind of intimated a similar thing a few weeks back, but they have not necessarily put, like stipulated exactly where those cuts are going to be. Also, it looks like there's been a bit of a U-turn as well, right? In September, they insisted that they're going to keep this um, triple lock pension thing, right? Mm. Which I mentioned before, which is basically ensuring that pensioners get a certain amount of money. It's always going to be in line with inflation or 2.5% or in line with um, the average wage increase in the country. So it's always going to be good for them, right? But obviously, this is going to cost a lot of us younger people money, you know what I'm saying? Because obviously, we're looking after them, right? Um, and they were committed to it. This is what the Tories said in September. However, <laughs> when asked about it recently, Rishi basically refused to basically cement that and say, yeah, of course, we're sticking to this. Da, 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 da. You don't say he's going back on it, but he, he kind of left it up in the air to, to basically kind of suggest that there could be a chance that they may tweak it here and there. You know what I'm saying? But I guess we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, railways in Northern England apparently are going to get in the are going to be getting a four billion pound boost to bring in more faster trains and more frequent journeys and things of that nature. Remember we spoke before about HS2 between Birmingham and Manchester being removed, right? Mm. That's still removed. But Rishi said to the people, I'm not just going to remove it for the sake of removing. I'm going to put that money that I'm going to save there into other areas of transport. And he's, he's doing what he's saying. You know what I'm saying? Not to big him up too much, but at least he is doing what he's saying. And um, yeah, he's, he's pledging to, to 
to put 3.9 billion pounds to accelerate the Transpennine uh, route upgrade between Manchester, Huddersfield, Leeds, and York. So, yeah, that's, there's that pretty much. And the last thing I wanted to mention is there has been a bit of back and forth recently, and this is about um, who's going to be buying the Daily Telegraph. It's oh, yes, Abu, that Dubai, Abu Dhabi. Exactly, yes. So it's looking like the Abu Dhabi guys are going to be taking full control of the Daily Telegraph. They're trying to block it though, is it? Is, is yes, it, it did seem like they, they were trying to block but I, f- I feel like they're edging closer and closer. I feel like they're edging closer and closer. So it looks like, um, yeah, that they're going to pretty much take it over, man. And so in my, in my head, I'm thinking to myself, you feel like we're gonna get like a Al Jazeera <laughs> <laughs> based right here in England, and this is like one of the like the UK's legacy like newspapers. It's been there for like over well over hundred years. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. They can't yeah. let no foreign influencers come and mm-hmm. take the paper because exactly. will they keep the same name and just? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think they'll keep the same name and then they just lead it in the way they they want to lead it. Pretty much. Sounds crazy, man, but. Yeah. I didn't think it was gonna let it happen. Mm. Yeah, mm. I think I think it's it's still you know back and forth, but it, it seems that the 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 Abu Dhabi guys are edging closer and closer. Yeah, but I, I will keep um, tabs on that and and let the people know, man, what happens. But that's pretty much it for the People's Journal. All right, well, let's get into our next headlines. Okay, so next headline, um, and this is from The Guardian, and they pretty much come out to reveal that the UK's most hazardous nuclear site, Sellafield, has been hacked. <laughs> what? It's been ha- yeah, it's been hacked into by cyber groups closely linked to Russia and China. Oh, like a website? Hmm? Yeah, whatever's controlling... Oh, the, I thought you meant like a site, like a landfill type of site. What do you mean? Yeah, it's a, nu- it's a nuclear site. You're right. Nuclear sites? Yeah. As in a, a website. nuclear website? Like no. a yeah, like a land. Yeah, 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 you're right. How do you hack a land? I guess all the, the computers... Jump the fence. Control- <laughs> all the stuff that's kind of controlling and the stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, everything's digital now, isn't it? So, yeah. Oh. It's what, this is apparently what the situation is, man. Okay. So, yeah, man, the astonishing disclosure and its potential effects have been consistently covered up by senior staff at the vast nuclear waste and decommissioning sites. This is according to the investigation. So, The Guardian discovered that the authorities do not know exactly when the IT systems were first compromised. But sources said that breaches were first detected as far back as 2015. So it's been going on for a while, man. And this is when um, experts realized that sleeper malware, you know, software that um, can lurk and be used to spy or attack systems had been embedded in Sellafield's computer networks. It's still not known if the malware has been um, eradicated, but it may mean that some of Sellafield's most sensitive activities, such as moving radioactive waste, monitoring for leaks of dangerous material and checking for fires have been compromised. Sources suggest that it's likely foreign hackers have ha- have access, pardon me, the highest echelons of confidential material at the site. So yeah, man, this, this could be quite dangerous, but I don't know. We'll see. Next headline takes us to South Africa, man, where um, South African border officials say that they've intercepted a group of more than 440 unaccompanied children who had been traveling from Zimbabwe. So the BMA, which is the Border Management Authority, said that the children, all aged under eight, travelled on dozens of buses on Saturday. It added that they were without their parents, without guardians and permission letters required by the law. Reports say that the children were visiting parents who work in South Africa. Yeah. yeah. On social media, the BMA said that officials stopped, this is, this is them officially um, 
reporting on it. They said that um, they stopped and searched 42 buses at the Bite Bridge uh, border post and found 443 children. What under the, the hell? Age. <laughs> I was not yeah. expecting that. It was like 20 kids. Nah, 407 <laughs> kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. All under the age of eight. Mm-hmm. They're all traveling, yeah, without That's parents mad. or guardians, you know what I mean? Being trafficked into South Africa. Oh, they're being trafficked? I thought they were coming come to visit their parents. Well, this is their official statement on, on Twitter. Okay. On X. Look, like when it first happened. So this, their words were, we stopped, searched 42 um, buses, uh, found 443 children under the age eight who were traveling without parents or guardians being trafficked into South Africa. We denied them entry and activated the Zimbabwean officials to process them back. I was going to say, sorry, did you tell us to get back on the bus? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah, sad. man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for those who don't know, over a million Zimbabweans live and work in South Africa. And it's believed, like I said earlier, that the children were going to join their parents for the Christmas holidays. However, the bus drivers told authorities that the children were traveling to sport events. It seems like the stories are all mixed up. Yeah. yeah, because I'm thinking, if you're coming to visit your parents, yeah. Mm-hmm. So who do they live with then? Over in Zimbabwe? And since extended family, what no one could fa- follow them. Mm. Kids under eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 400 something plus of them. Yep. May, uh, unless maybe they, they stay with one parent now. It's crazy. I don't know. It's all weird. It's all weird. It's plus. all very weird because were the kids gonna go back home that same day? Were they gonna stay there? Like, what's tea? And what sporting events are eight year olds going to anyway? Bro, who knows, man? Anyway, at least That's they're sad. safe. You yeah. Know. And our last headline: Trigger that happened in Nigeria. Sorry, <laughs> them kids would have made it out of the, out of the compound. They kidnapped their ass. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they're kidnapping adults in Nigeria. You're gonna say four hundred plus for yeah. under eight year olds. It's a damn shame, man. It's a turkey day for the juju man boy. <laughs> damn. Um, last headline, trigger warning. And rescuers say that 11 hikers have been found dead near the crater of Indonesia's Mount Merapi vol- volcano after it erupted over the weekend. 12 hours are missing and the search was suspended mm-hmm. on Monday after another smaller eruption. Yeah, man, sad, man. There were 75 hikers in the area during the main eruption on Sunday, but most were safely evacuated. This particular mount, um, volcano, Merapi, spewed a three-kilometer ash cloud into the air, dimming the sky and blanketing surrounded villages in ash. It's amongst the most active of Indonesia's 127 volcanoes and is also popular amongst hikers. Some trails reopened only last June due to ash eruptions from January to February. Merapi's deadliest eruption occurred in 1979 when 60 people died. Three people were rescued near the crater on Monday before the search was suspended. Sad. Do you think like you know how like here yeah when we look at the weather app it says um water it says sorry not water rain snow sun mm. weather do you reckon when you live in like volcano places it tells you eruption due today I think so or yeah. they random no no I I think some sometimes they can kind of tell so why did the hikers people. go on the we hiking then oh no I think sometimes it, it might not be all the time I feel like they are yeah. white people always feel like they have power to do everything mm-hmm. that's crazy man sad story but I hope the rest of the people that I, f- I found are yeah. sad yeah. Yeah, that's it for the headlines, guys. Time to pay the bills. Okay, let's get into the reaction. <laughs> Welcome to the reaction, where I read out your sports headlines. Ain't no games to talk about, but first on the agenda, it says Eric Ten Hag has lost 50% of Manchester United's dressing room. <clears throat> how, do they, how do they work out those... Like 
Yeah, because I was about to ask, do, do they mean like individuals in the dressing room? As in he's lost half the support of the individuals in the dressing room? Yeah, I think so, yeah. maybe. Oh. Well, that's awkward. That's an awkward change in time, isn't it? I mean, it's the same song. We heard this song all the time with every single manager we've had. So. What is that? Oh, Ten is manager. Yeah, it's, it's, it's I'm just. I'm real time. It's just minutes repeat. It's just, it's just, it's just what happens. So oh, it'll be, be alright. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> so Eric Ten Hag has lost elements of the dressing room at Manchester United, with players questioning his playing style and treatment of Jaden Shan- Sancho, according to Sky Sports News chief reporter Cavell Sohikol. Nailed it. You know what that means? I'm definitely not. A group of players is becoming disenchanted with the Dutchman after United um, slumped to a 1-0 defeat at Newcastle on Saturday, their 10th loss of the season in all competitions. One source has claimed Ten Hag has lost 50% of the dressing room with his refusal to act on concerns voiced by United players and the continued exile of Sancho cited as factors. We should make it clear that it's very easy to kick a club um, when they're down. It's easy to kick Eric Ten Hag when he's down. It's really easy to say he's not a dressing room and and that players are not playing for him, said the chief reporter. My information is that some of the players are confused with what is happening. He has lost elements of the dressing room. One source tells me that he's lost about 50% of the dressing room. Um, quite a few players are unhappy with the style of play. They also feel that they're training too hard and that they're running too much during training. I was told the players don't know what they're running for. <laughs> so why didn't, why didn't they run during the game? <laughs> <laughs> this is mad. How <laughs> could it be running too much during the game? So why don't they run during the games? But it's his fault. <laughs> this is such comedy. Yeah, they're sick. Oh, they're sick. Um, in avenues, Premier League agrees record 6.7 billion domestic TV rights deal. So the Premier League has agreed a new record of um, 6.7 billion domestic television deal for Sky and TNT to show up to 270 live games a season. The deal includes the BBC continuing to show highlights on the match of the day. Uh, The top flight said the deal, which covers four years from 2025-2026 season, is the largest sports media rights deal ever concluded in the UK. The Saturday 3pm blackout will remain in place, but every 2pm Sunday kickoff will be televised. The BBC's deal includes Match of the Day 2 and Football Focus plus additional digital rights for its online platforms. Sky has been awarded four um, of the five packages and will show a minimum of 215 matches a season, including Saturday 5.30pm kickoffs, Sunday 2pm kickoffs and 4.30 kickoffs, plus evening games on Mondays and Fridays and three midweek rounds. TNT will show a minimum of 52 matches a season, including all 12.30 kickoffs on Saturday and two midweek match rounds. Sky Sports will also broadcast all 10 matches on the final day of the season. Amazon, which shows 20 matches per season under the new under the league's current deal, has not secured rights in the new agreement. This is the first time the Premier League has been through a tender process for its rights since um, 2018. Mm, some boxing news. Ryan Garcia, Garcia, sorry, TKO's Oscar Duarte. Is that you say? Yeah, Oscar Duarte, yeah. There we go. Ryan Garcia's first fight with Derek James as his trainer got off to a stellar start on the weekend just gone. Fighting for the first time since suffering his long his loan loss past um April, Garcia delivered a stunning eighth round knockout um of Oscar Duarte at Toyota Arena in Houston, Texas, and live on the zone. 
Just when it looked like the pressure fighting Duarte was gaining momentum, Garcia turned the tide in a flash with a left hook to the temple that put Duarte on jelly legs. Sensing he had Duarte hurt, Garcia smothered him with punches, including a right hook and an uppercut, forcing Duarte to drop to a knee. Duarte would rise off the canvas after the count of nine, though the referee stopped the fight right um, there and then, um, rewarding Garcia, who's 24-1, with his 20th pro knockout. Um, in that other boxing news, Jordan Gill stops Belfast fighter Conlon in the seventh round. So Belfast Michael Conlon suffered further disappointment as he was stopped in the seventh round by England's Jordan Gill in his home city. Gill pinned Conlon to the corner just over a minute into the round and landed a barrage of punches that led the fight in the SSC arena being stopped. Um, he knocked the Belfast fighter down in round two and was on top throughout with um, a blistering performance. It was a crushing loss for Conlon, who had begun to show signs of recovery. He and his home crowd seemed stunned when he was knocked down by a strong left and then follow-up right in the second round, producing a count of eight. And it was a few rounds before he began to find any rhythm in the bout. However, with a minute and 45 seconds left of the seventh round, his opponent cornered him and landed a series of strong left and right punches that prompted referee Howard Foster to stop the fight. Conlon um, was fighting for the first time since suffering a world title bid defeat against Mexico's Luis Alberto Lopez at the same venue in May. That was a fifth round stoppage and came just over a year after his first world title bid also ended in disappointment when he went into the final round against England's um, Lee Wood before being knocked out of the ring. Conlon revealed that he came close to retiring during the summer and after Saturday night's shot defeat, um, there will likely now be questions whether the Olympic bronze medalist will fight again. Yeah, he sounds like he's got to get out of it. And you know, the thing is, yeah, it's sad though, man, because this, this guy's a good boxer, you know. Is he? He's actually skillful, but he can't take punches. That's, that's, I mean, that's, that's a big part of boxing. Yeah, it is, it is, man. <laughs> it is. But in terms of the actual skill, like, his movement, like... Man said, all the gear, no idea, and I just... Then <laughs> 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 you get a punch in the face, just, just wilting. That's not a good boxer, man. <laughs> no, but, like, he, he, he just can't take the, like, sustained punishment. Like, even... Um, can't the, date licks. Yeah, man, the, the first fight, right, um, against Lee Wood that they're talking about, one-sided, one-sided, then he got hurt in the last round. So, and so that means he ain't got no power even then? This is it. This is it. He ain't got the power, but he's got the skill. Like, he doesn't even box like a typical white guy, to be honest with you. It's like he's, he's just been watching black people box. So he's, he's got the skill, he's got the movement. But again, he just can't take the punches and he hasn't got the power to stop fighters, which is the problem. So, yeah, man, it's unfortunate. Sounds like he needs to call it a day, man. Yeah, I think so. This is the third title attempt at featherweight, but yeah, man. It's a shame. It's a shame, man. Well, that's the end of our sports headlines, man. Let's get into Donna, yeah. I've done it as a sad story, man. Yeah, it is actually a sad story when I saw it coming through. Um, rest in peace, R.I.P. Sharon Gordon. Um, she was found, she was found staying at her home in Dudley in July. Basically, I mean it's a short, it's, it's short and sweet, really and truly. She got um a builder in to do some extension work or something like that and i'm guessing that they must have had some kind of argument i don't know what argument you could have with a builder that ends with you being 
like battered uh, really? lovely woman. Yeah, yeah they, uh, she never she never turned up for work. She never turned up to work for a few days. So her friends went round to the house to find her and to look for her. And when they got there, she was at the bottom of the stairs. Um, she had been attacked. No way. Yeah, with a hammer and stuff like that. Shit. And then I think she died in hospital the next day. Um, but yeah, and this guy, what's this guy's name? I don't know this piece of shit. Peter Norgrove. Peter Norgrove, this piece of shit. He's already pleaded guilty. So it's an open and shut case. He's pleaded guilty. I think they, I don't know, He they found... Um, like some of his bloodstained clothes in like bin somewhere, mm. like family members, and they found a hammer in the shed and all that. So it's pretty open and shut. So he's pleaded guilty at his first opportunity. That's sad, man. Um, in Wolves Court or something like that, and he's gonna go down for this woman's murder. But it's just a piece of shit. It's weird, you know, because I was looking at this story and I saw the woman's picture, but the thing, the the, the rest of the page wouldn't load. Mm. So as I'm reading the story and I'm saying, there's part of me that was saying like. I don't know. I don't know why my brain works like this. It was crazy. I just wanted to see the, the, the man who done it, and I was kind of hoping it'd be a black man. Yeah. I don't know why, because I didn't want to like. Yeah, they want the race element. Yeah, that. I didn't want to yeah. fuel more fury to that. Like, so funny. Is that yesterday we're talking about how when black people do shit, you're thinking, please don't be a black person. Yeah, but this time, right? <laughs> yeah, because I don't want to like, because and then I had to I had to come off the tab and I and I googled his name and mm. then he came up and yeah. then just evil man there. And then that's what I say. It just, it just turns into race for you. It just turns into race and just feels just like fuck this motherfucker, man. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I don't know because I could have. I don't know. I probably could have in my mind. Maybe they had a relationship and they knew each other and yeah. there was some kind of. I don't know. Like yeah, you know what yeah. I'm I don't know how I could have even Cause, yeah, tried to justify. Yeah. I don't get. I don't know. I'm just letting you know what what what. Yeah, because if it's like a white person, it's like. So, did she get killed because she's black? You know what I'm saying? You ain't got no business just, doing that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You hire a man and you start arguing. I don't even know what type of argument you can have with a, with a, with a construction worker to, to, that's going to end like that. Like, what are you talking about? Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, there's no reason for that to be happening. That's scary, man. And they met in the church. Oh, they met in the church. They met through someone, someone introduced them to him through, through the, they go to the same church. You get me? So, maybe because so I heard that part of it, I was thinking, oh, it must be a black man at least anyway, like, because not everybody goes to white church. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> you dare. <laughs> You're bored for me to take it in. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, but that man is definitely done it, man. He's a piece of shit, man. It's a real sad story. You know what I'm trying to say? That's so sad. I just wanted to take the chance to say um, R.I.P. to Sharon Gordon. And then our yeah. thoughts and prayers go out to her family. Yeah, man. And her friends as well. Seeing that must be so horrifying, man. That's horrible. Yeah. Well, that's it for me, man. Let's get into our outro. Let's do it. All right, you wonderful people. I hope everyone's liked the video. On our this here birthday, well, not our birthday, is it? On our this here 400 episode, I hope everyone's liked the video. Uh, if you haven't yet, if you join us and you watch this show and you haven't subscribed yet, please just subscribe. You know, just get us to 5K before the end of the year. Let's do it. It's definitely definite doable, 100% doable. Um, what else is there? Big up our listeners, every single person who's been, who listens, who supports us. We really, really appreciate it. Big up our researchers as well. Great team of people. We appreciate you. Um, follow us on our social media platforms, The Day After TNV, on Instagram, Twitter, and on TikTok. Also big up the people that called in today for the first time, man. Mm. Got a call out and they did, they yes. responded. So big up you guys as well. Big up we appreciate C91. you. That's right. Big up C91. And... What was it? Josh? Just Show? Yes, Just Show. Big up Just Show. Big up Just Show as well. 
Um, don't forget, if you're listening on Spotify, you can actually send a voice memo in. You can leave your comments in the form of audio. So that's so funny. That's so that's so much audio running around. <laughs> in an audio app, listen to your podcast, leaving an audio response. I like that though. Mm. So let us know your thoughts on anything we talk about. If you've got anything, any two pence to throw in there. Throw it in there, honey. Um, if you want to send your dilemmas in, also the number to call when we're live on air. The number is 075-6484-1073. And if you'd like to inquire about the show or feature on the show, our email address for all of that stuff is thedayafter at thenewblack.com. For real, for real, we appreciate you guys. We appreciate the community we're building. Yeah, man, we'll be back here tomorrow. Have a great day. Peace. Peace.